This is what you all been waiting for. I've gathered the clips throughout the NFL season, plus some brand new, never before seen content. Like the episode, leave your DraftKings handle. Tell us your favorite moment from the NFL season because this is Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner. <laughs> so, Tim, I got you too. Present us with the exclusive topic here for this version of Cuss Corner. What is it? So I've been playing around with this idea in my mind for a while, and it's still not fully fleshed out. Maybe as we discuss it here together, we can figure it out. But it occurs to me at this time of year, I'm reminded. It's mostly the fault of millennials, if you want to know the truth. Of course it is. So it's your fault. I think that when it comes to driving in the winter, you should have to have some sort of like special qualification or grade on your license that allows you to drive in the snow. I don't, so many accidents and bad accidents take place this time of year in, in, in winter climates where people are driving in snow who just don't know how to drive or drive safely or competently. So it seems to me when you take driver's ed or when they're giving driver's ed courses out, they should, part of that should be a requirement that you pass a course uh, that, uh, for winter driving. That And that if you don't have it, you should have to have it. You can even have variations on a person's license where you're allowed to drive nine months of the year or drive all year long, except during snow periods. And you have to have a special qualification to be allowed out that time of year because there are just so many people who don't know how to drive to the speed, who don't know how to drive to conditions. The car slides a little bit. They have no idea that where you look is where you're going to go and they panic. And it's just, it's, it's a menace. And so I really think something needs to be done to get people credentialed to drive in snow. Tim wants to treat driving like it's Nazi Germany. Walking around no, but with it, papers. You, can, you can't drive. You do have to pass tests. and you How do you, how do you properly report. administer a winter driving test? Well, You'd be like, you hey, hey here's where we're going to go. We're going to go 60 miles per hour on the highway, and we're going to hit some ice, and we're going to see what you do. No, no, but listen, I don't, I don't, get, I, I don't get how you so do So there that. are like tracks and places where people can go to take a one day or two day course where the courses are set up in snow conditions so that people learn how to drive in snowy and in, uh, in, in bad conditions. It's, it's, pretty, totally it's pretty rich that you're the one talking about this since you're absolutely the worst driver I know. But I am a good winter driver. No, you're I not. You're, just a, you're a bad overall driver. I'm a good driver to the conditions and I don't. I don't speed. I don't take chances. I know how to keep distance between myself and the cars in front of me. Uh, I, I, I use the eye lead technique, so I'm always looking ahead to see what's going on. I'm a very good driver in, in the snow, and it just seems to me there's always tons of crashes when snowstorms hit. So if you live in a climate where there's snow, there needs to be some sort of training. Of course, we've coddled our millennials, and I have to worry about anything, and they, therefore they haven't learned how to actually deal with Why, why do you think this is a millennial problem? So few, oh, millenni- so, so, so few millennials drive compared to the rest of the population. Well, maybe in, like, super big cities, but outside of the metropolises, uh, you know, it, people who live in the real world are driving all over the place. I mean, most people live in cities, Tim. No, most people are now living in suburbs of cities, and that requires driving. And... I mean, so I, I want you. What needs? What can be done? Nothing can, can be done. We need to get. Se- we need to get self-driving cars. That's the answer. 
No. In fact, I heard somebody make this point previously, and I agree with it, that there should be a constitutional amendment that allows me the right to drive my car. Because not that but I you have to have... But you suck at driving your car. That a person should be at liberty to drive themselves uh, and, and move themselves around in their car as they see fit. And they should not be legally... Okay, prohibited. if that's the case, if they need to be able to re- turn around in their car and drive themselves as they see fit, then what you're saying is unconstitutional. No, I mean, because driving is... How, inf- how do you even enforce this? You just pull everyone over during the winter time to see if they have the winter permit? Well, no, but it's the same way that if somebody has a learner's, they're not allowed to drive after midnight, for example. Well, yeah, you know you- what? I, I had a learner's for two years before I got my full license. You know who never... Drove after midnight? Not me. I was always out at like two in the morning. Okay, but like, had, and, you and been no, caught, had been I repercuss- have been caught, sure, there would have been repercussions. But no, this is stupid. So your solution is is to, to this epidemic of bad winter driving is just to shrug your shoulders and say, well, there's nothing to be done about this. Well, I, I, find I, that I don't be- understand what there is to be done. I mean, you've been to driving school and you fucking suck at driving. So what does that tell us about driving school? They put- put you through a one or two day course where you yeah, have to learn. Yeah. To you've been through a one or two day course. You're still bad at it. What, what's Not, next? Again, you just keep attacking me. I do, but I, I, I don't understand what you think is going to happen here. So, so it's like you, you haven't skills. passed. What if you can't afford the course? Pardon me? Well, but what if you can't afford driver's ed? Then what if you can't afford you, to you buy don't, your You don't license? need to take driver's ed in order to get your license. I think you pretty much have to no, now, you and you still have to pay to get your driver's license. Jeff, you're shaking your head. You weigh in on this. You're you Because I'm from a rural, not rural area, but a suburb area like Tim is. You're from the city. And you guys have to drive in snow. It's no different for yeah, y'all than it is I, And I, I would wager that the people in this city are the single worst drivers in the country. I just, it's, his idea just seems unfeasible. I know. It makes no sense. Like, in theory, I'm not going to, like, it's nice if everyone was safer, a uh, safer driver, but I, I don't know. It just seems like he's wasted more bureaucracy. Yeah, well, now, now that he is in the government, he needs to make more bureaucracy. No, but there should be a part of your training before you get your full driver's license for you to prove that you can handle yourself in winter driving because that's when the rubber, not to use a pun, but that's when the rubber meets the road. No, you know, you, that's you, a, okay, okay. So you know what would be more beneficial than forcing people to go to a class in order to make them better at winter driving is mandate that everyone needs to have winter tires on their car. Which I people, support that in a winter climate. But a lot of, But a lot of people can't just afford winter tires. Now you're but buying driving is not a right. You don't. You didn't get your car for free. Your gasoline isn't free. Uh, maintenance isn't free. Driving a car costs money. There are just costs associated with it. But and now and, so, and now you're mandating that people have to spend what a thousand dollars to get winter tire. That doesn't seem very of the people, Tim. I'm not going to lie mean, to you. Cars aren't cheap. Maintaining cars aren't cheap. And, now, and exactly. And now you're adding on even more expense to that because the safety factor in this case is worth it. I think that there is too much variance in winter driving to begin with to really be able to prepare yourself. Like I've been in one accident in my life and it was in winter. I hit black ice and just slid across three lanes when I tried to put on my brakes. Right. What, what, was, what, what, was, I, what was I supposed I to do you, in that situation? So let's say it's my day to go take my test mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful winter day. Is my appointment canceled? No, but I'm thinking of like there are courses where they set up 
and that they're ready to accommodate and, and train people. It doesn't matter. As long as it's wintertime, they will have snow there. So, so, we, so we need a snow machine at this place now. <laughs> we need to build a whole new facility in every single place across I guess the country. The only this thing, sounds very the expensive. The only thing that's feasible is driver's ed is mandatory. But even that's a cost, too. I know, but I'm now saying we're forcing driver's to ed, because I took driver's I ed, took driver's ed as well. And winter driving came up i don't know that you it was more like classroom i did mine in the winter time i did mine from like february to april so that would have been a part of it but it wasn't like especially snowy that year as i recall but i would just think yeah i don't know uh, but I, like it's hard to be against people being safer so I'm not but i don't like think that any of this stuff would actually make you any safer well, then what would if i'm wrong that's why i said i'm not this is not fully fleshed out what can we do to improve particularly people in the winter time how do we improve driving skills because Self, self-driving that, cars well like but that, I, that, that's I, actually I, but self-driving cars don't actually work until everyone has a self-driving car because then then, then, you, then you then you then you well then what, what do you want do you want to be safer or do you want to have your liberty you can't have it both ways I'm, well, te- I'm telling you what would be safer, and now you're telling the people that they need to go to re-education centers in order to learn how to drive the world, which won't actually wouldn't help. Wouldn't it be safer to get the worst driver you know out of controlling his automobile? That is a pretty savvy point. You need I mean, to put the I'm mic not against you, but... self-driving cars, but I'm against people being forced to have to have but, but they don't. I don't think that self-driving cars can actually work unless everyone has them, because then you add their, your use into the formation and you suck at driving now you're throwing off the whole grid great so we're just going to turn our whole lives over to ai i mean someone tweeted the story now this may be fake news so i may it be was just it was yeah th- that the robots the sentient robots killed people yeah that yes. wasn't real tim okay but you see those <laughs> but, videos but i saw a movie once well, you, but I also premised it by saying this may be fake news. So even I was aware this may not be true. Okay, you, you're, 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 no, hold on, hold on. You're establishing it as this could be fake news. We will tell you that it wasn't real, but you're going to rail on it anyway. No, no, because you do. You should really be on like Fox news. news, just like no, when they were no, getting upset the that like those it's gingerbread bro- man, Tim, not gingerbread people. But you do see those videos of like the Boston, like MIT, where they have like the robots that can do crazy things. Uh, and like open doors and stuff. I'm like, why are we creating this stuff? There is no benefit. There, there need to actually be laws in place. He doesn't think there's a benefit sort of to Amazon. So why would he think that there'd be a benefit? Like, I, I get why. I get benefit. why things scare him because he's afraid Everything of Amazon. We've we, we established on our like timeline with Tim that he's afraid to leave his house. So yes, of course this scares him. It should be scary to everybody. Why? Because it's removing human agency and replacing it with like uh, computers and robots and artificial intelligence having too much control over our lives, and I think that's very dangerous. And so, no, I'm not in, I'm not in favor of you know a world of self driving cars. First, because then it could be easy enough for the for the state to to uh, to note and log where you're driving and where you're driving to. It, it can be, a system can be hacked. Uh, you know, I think that's a real risk. Uh, if, you don't think, if you don't think the state can find you within seconds right now in your everyday life, you've lost it. Sure. It you can. own of a course. cell phone. Right. But I don't bring my cell phone everywhere I go. When do you not have your cell phone on you? Like if I'm just going like on Sunday mornings, if I'm just going to the gas station to get pro lines, I'm not bringing my phone. With yeah, me. you are. You definitely are. Because you'd, be no, no, you'd be too afraid that something would happen. Then you wouldn't be able to call 911. No, no. I, 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 mean, I, I uh, 
no, that is your fake news. Let me just make a short little trip. Let me just make a short little trip. It's it's, it's in your pocket. No. Because then I'm charging it, and I don't want to uncharge it to bring it with me. I'd rather just let it keep charging. Oh, he also doesn't know about car chargers, right? No, well, because the, the, the... thing you would use for the car charger i'm using as a cigarette lighter <laughs> you can also there's other things that you can get as well to have a portable car charger well i don't have one of those things how old is your car that you have a cigarette lighter do they even come with cigarette lighters anymore not do. only does it have a lighter it has multiple ashtrays in it. mine came with a like i got a new car it come came with like a usb portal yeah yeah the most come with a i asked them if my, i could get a lighter they're like no my <laughs> grandfather we don't one of do that big- anymore he had one of these big old Buicks that had three cigarette lighters in the back seat. Oh my and two god! In the front. That my, was crazy. My grandfather bought a what the hell was it? It wasn't a Malibu. It was a Cadillac something. I forget what it was called. But he bought it in Florida. No, it was from like it was from the seventies. But he bought it in Florida one year when they were away and drove it back up, and then he sold it up here. And it had a cigarette lighter at every seat, unlike the armrest, like in the Did back. Did it have seat, the reverse seat. facing seats? No, I don't think so. No. Yeah, that's it, a, but yeah, the, the, there's tons of ashtrays and lighters in those old cars. Those are pretty cool. It was outrageous. You got anything else for us? Well, I mean, another part was about this this concern I have with AI and that I'm afraid it's going to take over our lives, and we're we're watching it happen, and no one is lifting a hand to do anything. No one's trying to prevent in any way all these dangerous like black Isn't mirror that like everything. But, like, we're doing nothing to stop it. What do people do? Like, I don't know, like, climate change. Like, people aren't really. I'm just saying, I don't I just, know. Everything's getting. It's just, it's in our control to stop creating these robots that I don't understand why we, why they need to exist. Uh, and it certainly hasn't been explained to me or the general public well enough. We've got incredibly brilliant people at top-tier universities and, and centers building these machines that, that could, you know, but you what don't even I'm understand saying? why, like, a toaster oven exists. Yes, I do. You Again, don't. don't turn this on me. It, but that's, no, that's but you're, you're scared of everything. You won't leave your house. Of course this stuff bothers you. I like I the idea of AI. Man. I'm not like uh, the guy from Seven, the glutton who's like a, a shut-in. No, you're more like that agoraphobic guy from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, if we can teach the robots to do all the work for us, then we don't have to do all the work that we don't like to do. Well, yeah, okay. But what is the consequence of that? Is the risk of creating a society in which these robots could, like, overpower us? Where what? we would... Tim, I think you've seen too many movies. I think he's been to Itchy and Scratchy Tim Land more yeah. too many times. Tim has just binge-watched Westworld, so no, he's really terrified of the robots. I, I actually had to stop watching Westworld because I was getting terrified. The second <laughs> season, I had to pull the plug on the second scene. I was like, this is getting too real Mate, and I don't need them. You just really need to reevaluate your life and stop being scared. of it. If people try to find out, like, they, they wonder. Like, people on the left wonder how people can watch Fox News. And the Fox News demographic is the Tim demographic. It's people that are just scared of everything. And all they do is just scare you more. So you can't stop Well, their watching. demographic is the majority of people. Like, they're always the top-rated network. Well, that doesn't mean they're the majority of people. Too. No, so no, there, there's, I, there's I, not. I'm, there's I'm not two networks. No, I'm being facetious, but Those they are the, the top rated. The people that are watching TV. That well, that's also the goes entirely to the point that people like Tim that you know they're not. I, although Fox did launch like an OTT over the top service, like no one watches them because they're no. the people that watch Fox News don't know like how to use like My Netflix. Yeah. yeah, like Tim, for example. 
But like, I'm also getting real annoyed that CTV keeps when they are advertising TV shows for me to watch, they keep saying streaming at 7:30 or streaming at 9. I'm not streaming these shows. I'm not paying for cable to stream television shows. I'm doing to watch it on TV. Stop telling me this that it's streaming because you're making it seem like that's the default option. And it isn't. Most people are still watching the show rather than than streaming, either through DVR or watching it live on their uh, uh, on their television. My takeaway is he's watching a lot of network television. Yes, of course I am. That's usually the best television. <laughs> it's great stuff. I mean, not every network show is great, but a lot of network shows are great and are underappreciated by people who rather look down their nose because all they do is like the six hundred thousand people who watch AMC would rather say, "Oh, that show, Big Bang Theory, gets twenty million viewers or whatever." Roseanne gets fifteen million viewers. Oh, what garbage TV! I'll go watch this thing. That yeah, you, literally you can you can watch you can watch Chicago PD all to yourself. There's this new show called Nine One One, which I've been thoroughly enjoying. I guarantee you, that's canceled. <laughs> Unless it has like, well, that's what happens with network shows. It's either the highest rated thing of all time or literally no one watches it. Well, I mean, even shows that don't get watched on network TV still get like 900,000 viewers, which is like a good night on AMC or, you know, FX or whatever. Yeah, but you, you understand that people have to pay for those channels, right? I do. So if you can get, let's say, 500,000 people watching a show on FX versus 1.5 million watching on ABC... The 500,000 is the better rating for making money because people have to pay to get those channels where the other channels just come with your TV. I, I don't dispute that at all. But it's like, it's like how all... if a Netflix show gets 400,000 people walking, watching, well, you're paying for Netflix to watch it. Remember, sure. don't for, Tim, based on what we just talked about, don't forget, next time 911 is on, make sure it's playing on all the TVs in your house. <laughs> so it counts. And if you leave, make sure to leave them on because so, we don't want your show to get canceled and we need to count the views. Also, yeah, well, the, the big thing is now, as it pertains to like something like Nielsen ratings, those are only around to benefit networks these days because we actually do have a sense of how many people actually watch each of these shows because so many people watch shows digitally now that Nielsen ratings are obsolete and they're only around to make network TV seem like a lot of people are watching. Yeah, I mean, like, I noticed this year in November, like, during the sweeps, that the shows were not putting their best episodes on. It's like, that's a Is staple there, of television. Sweeps is over. Sweeps died, like, five years ago. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, I still think it probably does count for the networks, for the reason you just yeah, yeah, said. Yeah, but the, net, the, network, uh, the networks are only keeping these antiquated systems of TV ratings around solely to make it seem like they're still doing well, but their numbers Okay, are but I like November sweeps and February sweeps, because that meant I knew the best TV shows were going to be on then. I could get, like amped up for february this all goes back to the point of why you're scared of artificial intelligence what has the advancements in technology done for television it's made it cheaper to make it's made it more accessible we have better shows and we have more shows we have more options for things well to watch. i would just what what what, what we have way better shows tv is in some ways, we yeah, have some ways. exponentially better than it was 10 years ago and even 10 years ago it was much much better than it was the 10 years before that you have as much option. There's a lot of crap that's on TV, but there's always been a lot of crap that's been on TV. You get legit, good quality TV shows if you go find them right now. Tim's problem, like it is for everything else, he's too afraid to use Amazon Prime, to use Netflix, to use a <laughs> streaming service to watch your TV. Because that's not how TV is, Jeff. That's not how I remember it. I that's use how Netflix. it can't be. You use my Netflix. I use your, Nef I use your Netflix, I would say, 99% more than you do. 
and the- I never care. Just as long as it's there for me when I want to use sure, it. What was, the last, what was the last thing you watched on Netflix? I attempted to watch the last season of House of Cards. It okay. was so bad. Have you, oh my god! This recent season. Have you ever watched? Oh, it's awful. I've watched. It. I, I've heard it was pretty bad. I don't like. like I, Greg I don't like Kinnear is trying to pretend like they're trying to pretend like Greg Kinnear was a Coke brother, and it's just like it's not working. What if he was a Coke brother, like he was just doing lines the entire time? <laughs> but, would that have been a better show? Do you remember? Would have been at least a, a show that had a, Tim some thought Netflix and chill meant Netflix and chill. Yes, I do. I, I do recall that. And he's our pop culture maven. No, our pop I am. Pop- I am a maven of pop culture. I that, know what's up. That would be Doug, who's on the wall behind Jeff. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, there's nothing cooler than eating donuts and hot dogs and whatever. Yeah. Well, he has all the hot dogs around him. He just says, "All for me, none for you." Yeah. What a, what a given. So besides dog. besides House of Cards, what else have you ever watched on Netflix? Uh, I really like that show, The Crown. Uh, I don't know when the next season's out. I think it's out soon. That's a really well-made show. Okay. At least the first two seasons are. This year, they're changing all the actors and actresses, so maybe it won't be that great. Black okay, Mirror. So, so, and Black Mirror. See, I, I really enjoy Black Mirror. Making I, a Murderer. Did you watch Making a Murderer? I sure did. So, so these... I watched it when it came out because it was like over Christmas a couple of years ago. And oh, it just, okay. It so so the, these shows that you have kind of said so like your favorite show on tv big bang theory or the good doctor i'm not sure which one it is oh it's neither of those but you like those shows you just claimed they were both really good i don't have never watched the good doctor how do you not watch the good doctor if you're watching network I just, tv i just don't watch it it must so, be on when sports are on i don't even know what night of the week it's on so you put up something like house of cards which i don't really like but people seem to really like it's a well-made not show. This season. you put up like the crown like Compare The Crown to any network TV show that's on. Like your favorite show, 911. What's about no, My show? favorite show on Prime t- uh, on, on network is, uh, is The Good Place. That show is excellent. It, it got real soft this year. Yeah, a little bit, but it needs to. Dancing, like, right? Yeah. Yeah, it needed to. I mean, the last, last season was a little, little too hard-edged. So I, I, like, I like that. But either- and that's fine, but you don't want too much bleakness, right? You know, if you want to mix it in, mix it in and out. Uh, I, I don't mind. The last uh, two two episodes ago was one of the one of the best episodes of TV. Okay, so, so you're you're gonna say a comedy. What's your favorite network drama? Can My I favorite is probably is probably This Is Us. So put put up This Is Us versus The Crown. Oh my! In terms God. of what is a better show, both from story, the Crown is both from acting. You watch This Is Us like alone? Yes. Because I started watching it alone, I just continued to watch it alone. No, I understand, but it's usually like a show that like guys. Have I got to- hooked on the first episode. I watched it. I got hooked with the twist, and now I'm very eyes wide open about the emotional manipulation that's going on. But I just accept that that's what they're trying to do. do and watch- I've already committed like thirty hours of my life to this show, so I might as well just see it through. Do you watch Blue Bloods? No, I don't watch Blue Bloods anymore. No, no, I don't watch Blue Bloods. Like, no. Do you watch the remake of Magnum P.I. or Hawaii Five-0? I tried, because growing up, I used to watch the re, uh, the, the reruns of Hawaii Five-0 and Magnum P.I., but not, none of them are. They're not that good. I, I guess my point is that you think the best show on network TV is This Is Us, and you really like The Crown, which is on Netflix, which is like one of three dramas you've ever seen on a streaming service or whatever. And The Crown is probably... The Crown's a really good show. It is a really good show. But is it... It's, it's probably the 10th best cable or streaming show that's going. And it's better than the best network TV show. But has he watch. not seen the great cable shows? Oh, yeah. I've seen them all. I mean, and Mad Men is one of the best shows ever. Mad Men, Sopranos, The Wire. Sopranos is great. Well, HBO's not cable. It's it's HBO. Uh, 
But I'm saying it's also not network TV. No, like you've seen those shows, you've experienced those shows, and you you think network TV does a better job. I think that those shows are all ten years old for the most part, and that we are not making TV. How 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 about Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones is really good. Tell me which network show is better than Game of Thrones. What about like Killing Eve? Killing Eve was. Did you watch all of it? Yeah, it's so good. Tim's never heard of it. Nothing like that would ever be on network TV. The whole thing is Tim doesn't lend Tim doesn't allow himself to venture into the world of finding these shows or know what people are talking about. So he I find shows because you recommend them. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, wow. Well, you don't, don't recommend network shows. I don't know. That's so so, no, no, so, the, te- like so the, the, the guide on the TV recommends shows for Tim. Or I, tell I know how to shows. find network TV. I know how to find network TV shows. I'm saying like off the grid. Like the regular, like beyond cable TV shows, I get recommendations and I watch them when I have an opportunity. But like you're this now, maven of pop culture, so you watch. The you things for, that hold on, you you watching. force yourself to watch award shows so you can stay up on pop culture, and when they award these shows, these categories are filled with shows you've never seen or heard of. Yeah, but there's always one or two nominees from shows. Yeah, this I is have. us in Modern Family. Get some nominees, and you're cheering for them. I'm sure. Yeah, watching Modern Family is really good. Modern oh Family, modern, modern, listen, Modern Family is the. It's no different than Everyone Loves Raymond. It's no different than any regular network it's comedy that we've seen. Good. For the, sure, but it's, it's not as good as it used to. It's be. what no, no, like we, season like sixteen or something like yeah, that. It went from being an A show to like a B minus show. If the networks like WGN and whatever like the local network is in your area. When they put on like Seinfeld at eleven and eleven thirty, Modern Family will become one of the rotation shows like that. Yeah, so when you buy not, the syndication yeah, rights, yeah. that it'll just be on twice a night. Uh, Two and a Half Men was like that. Everyone loves Raymond was like that. Shows like shows. I don't know how long it's going to last because realistically, all Modern Family was was a dumbed down version, a nicer version of Arrested. I'll Dollar. say this: network television is worse without our guy Kevin James. You love Kevin James. You, you Kevin love the King of Queens. A good show. I right, like yeah. Kevin. <laughs> King of Queens might have been my my favorite. That had a big syndication run too. Yeah, you'll see. I love King of Queens because Jerry Stiller was so good at it. By the way, the King of Queens, real low guy. Was, eh, that guy was the guy who like low. did the King of Queens like uh, theme song. I liked him because he was his, a like, Jets fan and car, and his wife fan. had no clue. Uh, but yeah, like, he was a Jets fan. Well, what, what sticks in syndication now? Like the only shows I can really Seinfeld, Seinfeld, Friends, and The Simpsons are all in syndication on like network, like the offshoot Frasier. local networks. Frasier's always on. Frasier's always on. I love Frasier. Frasier's one of my no, I love Frasier too. Like two and a half men not, might be losing their. their I, I, feel, I feel like two and a half. Big Bang Theory's huge syndication. Yeah, it will be, and like especially when it finishes, it'll like huge. Modern Family is big in syndication already. Yeah. But I think Two and a Half Men has been like taken off the air. Yeah. I don't think you see Two and a Half Men anymore. No, that's a Very show not for its time. Some... Like you don't see a bunch of Everyone Loves Raymond anymore. That feels like that run is over. No, listen, what right. are the you shows don't... on like TBS from three to five o'clock that like used to just I watched when I was younger? I don't know. I, was home I don't get at TBS anymore. Or Peachtree TV. Know. There's nothing. I'll, I'll say this: TV is actually lacking. I think right now. No, yeah, I, like I, we I think better TV ten years ago. Than no, we make no, it. I'm not saying that. I just don't I have. It, there's nothing that's. It's, like, it's harder to filter through because there's so much TV. But the quality of TV is through the roof. There are some really good shows on. Like, did you watch Bodyguard on Netflix? I'm almost. I'm really. It's really that. good. 
and TV has gravitated more towards away from the network TV model of, hey, we need to get to 100 episodes because once we get to 100 episodes... Yeah, watch episodes, a great little AMC miniseries. Yeah, little, little you, you can watch girl. one season series. Like, I, you, there's no chance Bodyguard's coming back. Maybe they are coming back again. I don't know. But that works as a standalone. Like, Homeland really fell into this trap. Homeland should have been one season. If Homeland was one season... It's still on the air, apparently. But we would regard what? Homeland as no, no, no. one of the best I shows. I think it finished of, last year. What did it go for, like seven seasons or something? The second last season, the season that I just saw was actually really good. But the whole thing is... I gave up on that show, the season where a year after Brody had been a, a confessed <laughs> terrorist, they let him walk around unfettered around the vice president's yeah. office. I was like, what's going on here? I have to check out of this show now. Like, this is just too unrealistic. If, if you had kept, spoiler alert on Homeland, if you had just kept Homeland one season in the final episode, the bomb went off and he actually did kill everyone as a suicide bomber, we would remember Homeland as one of the best shows of all time. Yeah, probably. I just can't believe he can give up on a show. Like, every single network show you have, you enjoy, has the same holes that Homeland has. Speaking of him, I've been watching Billions, and I do enjoy that show. I see. I like Billions. Billions is absolute popcorn TV. Like it's not a yeah. good. It, it's a lot. Like it's better than Ray Donovan because Ray Donovan is just piss poor. Like it's a bad show. Yeah, I agree there too. But Billions is in that same like line. Like Entourage is of the same like filter as well. Like it's not. It's a cable show that's a drama, but it's not like super duper serious. There's not a lot of weight behind it. It's Damian Lewis is good in it. Paul Giamatti is good at it, and the side characters are like fun. And oh, his, his father is excellent. I'm trying to think what his name. Yeah, like is. Malkovich yeah. showed up this season. That was fantastic. And I, I'm always, I love Rounders. So I'm just gonna love the writers as we go along. I was even a fan of Ocean's Thirteen uh, with Koppelman. But you're the only one. I know. I, I just there's something about He's a big wrestling fan. There's something about the Ocean's movies that just I really like. I just get behind the original it. One is I, good. If they're on, it's like I'm in. Like they because they they play a lot in syndication. Like if you just watch like offshoot movie channels, that the oceans movies are just on, and you can get sucked in at any point on those. But Billions is the most like a network TV show, but takes advantage of it being on cable the best, and that's what elevates it above these network TV shows. Like you can't deal like the only thing you're apparently allowed to deal with like adult wise on network TV is like murder and rape. That's it. Like, the fact that characters can't swear, I find really bizarre. Yeah, but I actually prefer when you can't swear. Why? Because because too many, and not, not every show does this, but too many shows use it as a crutch. Rather than finding, like, interesting ways for characters to express their thoughts, they just lean on profanity. When it's done very lightly, like, Mad Men used to have one or two profanities per season. And and, and, but, but they had to negotiate that with the but, FCC because they were on AMC and that was still not like HBO. It wasn't a premium cable channel. It was a mid-cable channel. And you can't just swear on that channel. You had to negotiate I, it. I would say one of my criticisms of Billions is that they actually lean on profanity a little too much. No, see, that, that, I, that's one of my favorite parts. They're just I fuck this, fuck they, that. I, I'm, I don't like it when people curse that much on TV. I don't like it when like golfers curse on TV. I don't like it when people Did you see that? sports curse on TV. I just don't like it. People, they released a list of letters to the FC, the FCC about golfers swearing on TV about how people don't know if they can watch golf anymore. Because Justin Thomas said, fuck yeah, after he won the Honda. And they kept like, and I criticized that immediately. I did not care for that. Again, this all goes back to you might as well be 95 years old. Either get with the fucking times or beat off. No, no, because a lot of people who don't like old people. Do you watch the Americans? 
Nah, I didn't really. No, I never. I never. My my wife watches it. Loved it. I watched the first three seasons and it was okay. Not. It's funny because I like Cold War stuff. I like spy stuff, but it just really didn't have the right vibe for me. I'm big on vibing with TV shows. They need to catch the Pat Mayo wheelhouse of. I'm on the same page as them, and I can kind of go with it. I wish it was. I wish wish it was funnier. Okay, I could. I agree. There was never a joke. And it doesn't need to be, like, light funny. It can be dark funny. Just, I would like more of that. I like to laugh. I'm a laugher. What can I say? Comedy and TV seems real hard. There aren't many good ones, in my opinion. There's a lot of shots at comedy. Like, I still think the best comedy on TV right now is BoJack. BoJack, and it's also one of the best dramas on TV, too. I mean, if you consider Curb on TV, Curb's funnier than BoJack. New Curb. Now, the last season of Curb was very hit or miss. Yeah, but the hits were better than anything else that's coming on TV in terms of comedy. The misses were not great, but the hits were uproarious. Yeah, I feel like they, I, I listen. I'm 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 baked into Curb. I'm going to enjoy Curb because I like Larry David. I've watched the show forever. I'm in. Like, you're not losing me as a viewer on Curb. It was like how I stuck it out to the end of Entourage, although that show was legit terrible for like five years. But you know, you stick around. But I don't know. I felt like, have you watched the latest season? What was the last BoJack season you watched? Uh, not this season, the season before. So and I found it just so unrelentingly bleak. It's like, I don't know, man. It's supposed to be funny and making me laugh. It and is there's funny. Something... Yeah, I'm getting, as I get older, I find some of the nihilistic elements of comedy to just be unnecessary. And I just don't need to subject myself to consistent, like, I can deal with an episode or two, but like when the whole season is just unrelenting, it's like the second last season of Mad Men was just so unrelentingly dark at some point you're like you know what i got better things to do like watch nine you watch this is us yeah what's more yeah, unrelentingly dark take... than that i yeah okay but a this is us started that way and b i don't put this is up on a pedestal of like the greatest t- there's some people who think you like, just called the best show on network tv i, I just I can't fathom drama. that average people spend their day living life as it's currently constructed and then want to watch that show. No, I don't get it either. It can be a catharsis. Um, Deadwood's making a movie. I heard that. See, I really like Deadwood. Maybe my favorite show of all the great HBO shows. That was a great show. It might be number one. Also, because three seasons to me is like the perfect length. It lets you, it almost, it, it tells me right away that, it's where the writer wanted it the whole time, almost. I agree. I mean, I one of the great failings of the show, Rome, is that they didn't have a third season. That if they had gotten three seasons out of that show, it would have been an all-timer. But the fact that it went two, and they had to rush a ton of the material in the second season, like, vitiated the whole experience. That, that show almost bankrupted HBO, because it was so expensive, and no one watched it. It was so good, though. You think Game of Thrones had bankrupted, other every, than everyone watches Everyone watches it. it. And it made millennials pay for their streaming service. Yep. Just like how Star Trek. I think that's the most. I watch it. It's so overrated, right? What? Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, I feel like there's rarely a letdown. Oh, it Game is of overrated, but it's, it's like, also. It's it's, imp- but but but, how, but, how, but how, how are we? How are we rating Game of Thrones? <laughs> no, are I, we saying it's as good as The Wire? No. 
No, I watch well, it. There are people who think it is. No, I, the no, there, no, there aren't. There aren't they people who think that. that. Can I be honest? Uh, I'm at the uh, point now I with Game it's... of Thrones where I watch it because of the pop culture factor more than like I'm really enjoying it. I see. I really enjoy it. I like watching Game of Thrones and people are like, oh, this season's a letdown. That season's a letdown. It's become the show that has to be a letdown because everyone, maybe you're right, has overhyped it. Like, this is going to be amazing. And then if it's not 10 out of 10 every time, people get like triggered by it. But, How sad are they going to be when the when the, uh, the Night the, King sits upon the, the Iron Walkers Throne? Win. But like the way to look at it is, it's the only show that we really have that does seem to what network TV used to do of bringing people together because there's no one show like that anymore in Game of Thrones. Football Sunday night football and Sunday afternoon football five o'clock bring people together. Ask my wife but how mad are, she is when I'm still needing to watch football Sunday night. The ratings are huge, and you can just talk I, about I it. like how we're having this conversation about very clearly scripted TV shows, and Tim's now talking about football. Yes, the Super Bowl's big too, Tim. Okay, Thanks. fine. I agree that Game of Thrones right now is pretty much the only appointment television show. It's the only show that if you... I don't really work in if an you office. Miss it, I don't work yeah, in an office yeah. anymore, but when we did work in an office, when Game of Thrones was on, you'd come in the next day. If you hadn't watched it, it would be spoiled for you. It's by someone And it's your own fault, because it's so big, it's almost like you can't expecting like this expect like you have to almost watch it or expect it to be, be ruined because it is it's the so only show eminent like yeah at the moment absolutely now it, it might be different where tim works if he's working with a bunch of old people maybe like golden girls reruns are just getting back on them and maybe those get spoiled in the morning i don't know what do you guys talk about tim what tv shows do you talk about at work or do you just alienate yourself from the rest of your co-workers i don't talk about tv shows why not i, I don't know i, I like to I, I, I don't talk about a lot of TV shows. I don't know. Cause corner. <laughs> Even the tomato sauce has a. Pr- you cannot mimic the tomato sauce from a can of. Uh, of uh, <laughs> from so a can. Good. Uh, I, I think it's delicious. You add a little cheese whiz on top on a bowl of like ravioli, and you are good to go. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Did you say cheese whiz? Was that like that? Yeah. Did does he mean, he mean like a gr- some Parmesan or he actually means like, like the che- whiz? Like the whiz. He is yeah, the like whiz. Like a dollop of cheese whiz. Like you mix it up in there in the, oh. the pasta. And oh. It's lit. It's lit. No. It's, it's lit? It sounds like you're taking cooking lessons from your secret father, Weber Cooks. Hello, Wildcats. This is Weber Cooks. And today we're doing uh, chili cheese nachos. And we pop these both in the microwave and we set the microwave for four and a half minutes. You got to be careful because the cheese sauce is really hot and the chili is hot also. We mix them both together and and this will run you about six bucks this was weaver cooks Oh, wow, cats. He's, he's not oh. similar card cage. <laughs>
But he's, he makes he makes meals that are just as sad as you seem to enjoy. It seems like you should go to the learning annex and take his cooking class after you take that computer class. Chef Boyardee is good food. I will not hear any otherwise. Cuss corner. <laughs> I love daylight savings time ending and real time beginning. Thank goodness. What? The best time of year. He likes, dark he, he likes when it gets dark out early. There's nothing more depressing than when we leave the studio and it's dark out. It's like, oh, oh. I don't lie. I feel it's like, oh. it's like comforting and nice and warm. And, comforting you know, you know, the holidays are, you know, the holidays are coming. And like at noon, the sun is actually in the middle of the sky instead of like way offside when you have daylight savings time. And it's just, it's the best time of year. I, I really think so. I, I really like it when, the, when, when it gets dark early. Do you still get a picture with Santa? Tim likes to look. <laughs> so the darkness works really well for him. I, is he still like? Cause he's at the mall a lot. Do he still like loiters the? Uh, Listen, no, no shots Christmas at Tim, but I, I don't think Santa wants Tim coming up and sitting on his lap. I'm not gonna lie. I to don't you. think so. <laughs> and it's too bright in malls in the winter for Tim because it's dark out. <laughs> oh, it's bright no. in the mall, he can't at lurk Christ- like he does on a Sunday afternoon. No, at Christmas time, as I've said before, that's when all the weekend warriors show up. <laughs> oh I, yeah. And, can't stand the mall at Christmas. All the bandwagon mall bandwagon fans. mall fans. Yeah, I, I will say, I bet you traffic at the mall over Christmas has subsided noticeably over oh. like the past three years. Because there's like, I, I I will not go to the mall to buy a gift this year. I will legit order everything on Amazon. And the best part is, I can buy gifts for like my mom who lives two two thousand miles away. I can just order something on Amazon and get delivered to her door. Like, I don't have to worry about like bringing it home with me, going to the mall, wrapping it up, putting it Love in a Amazon. suitcase, checking a bag, which is like the biggest sucker move in the biz. Like carry yeah. on, carry on's only. You're coming up here this weekend. You're definitely checking a bag, aren't you? No, absolutely not. I'm not. There you go. See, you're you're learning. Well, guess you're what? Learning. Guess what, pal? You don't get on an airplane with a little one and not be have to check a bag. Okay, that's fair, there, buddy. T- Tim's not traveling with. I hope he's not traveling with kids. Well, I'm just saying, so you're your upcoming vacation. Yeah, yeah well, you're checking bags. Yeah, let's. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In general, for travel, checking bags is for suckers. Uh, okay, fine. I I would Agreed. tend to agree unless you're going on like a two week trip. Uh, or something. Yeah, I agree. I went to Europe on my honeymoon and didn't bring a carry-on. Or didn't that's bring, fair, but didn't if you were planning to bring home wow. a bunch of souvenirs or something, I, I get I get it. My, my wife had to check a bag. Uh, yeah, I, and I, that I probably understand. bothered you so it much. It did. It cost us so much fucking time in like the Munich airport of her like waiting. Oh, everything's in German, although Germany's pretty legit for speaking English, but like we had to find like this different carousel. I was like, we could just get our bags and walk off the plane and go to the hotel. Like, we're good to go here. And then in Morocco, oh, like the Moroccan airport is such a fucking scam. You're away a long time to not have. I was a seventeen bag. days. Do you know what I did? Because we went. To Come seven, on, man. We went to seven. Yeah, days. a woman can't go away for seventeen. I couldn't go away for seventeen days and not check a bag. Here's the move. Yeah, but he patches, buys the clothes, wears them, and throws them out. Oh, <laughs> that's what you do. I have the certain things that I want to wear, but I bring like two or three pairs of like underwear and socks with me. And wherever I go, I'll just buy new underwear, cheap underwear, and wear them there. That stuff just clogs up your suitcase. Oh. Also, when I mapped out, we traveled to seven different cities uh, over the 17, 17 days. days. We went to, with an overnight bag. Yeah. It, was, it was a carry-on suitcase. I get it, but... Um, also, the place that we went to in Vienna, and I made because that was right in the middle of our trip, I made sure that they had laundry on site. So I did laundry when I was there. But, like, just as an example, like, my shoes, like, my 11, my size 11, like, shoes, 
take up so much room in a suitcase. But mine actually do as well, like because I brought a pair of. I actually brought two pairs. Yeah, exactly. I bought, I bought my, some I bought, nice dinners and walking shoes. I bought, I bought my sneakers. I, bought yeah, my, exactly. I was going to the gym all the time too when we were away, so I brought my gym shoes. Please, maybe sandals if it's the no, summer. No, absolutely not. No sandals ever. Well, you could put that stuff in the missus bag. No, she, she was jam packed because she had a <laughs> she had a carry on and a checked bag and like a purse with stuff in it. So I I actually I, I utilize my backpack pretty well. So I had stuff in my backpack, but it's all about packing. If you have good spatial awareness inside of your suitcase, you can really fit a lot in there. Like you got to learn the cylindrical roll. He's right. That is a hundred percent the key. Guys like me and Tim are clothes are too big. Maybe that's the case. I hadn't considered that. I I wear mini me clothes, so that does help me. But like rolling up all of your t-shirts, like if you bring six t-shirts with you, let's say, and you you roll them all up, they're right there. Uh, If you're going to bring socks or t-shirts, you can fit those into your shoes so it takes up less space. The inside of your shoe is just empty space in a suitcase. You can jam shit in there. Just find out the maximum maximum efficiency for your suitcase that it can still fit in and get into that overhead compartment because you don't want to be that asshole. Like... I can't stand when the people go up and their suitcase doesn't fit. And now it's like a whole deal. And like, no. Yeah, now people bring on full-size suitcases to try to shove them. I'm against that. I have a legitimate carry-on suitcase that fits in every fucking overhead compartment. Me too. I've got a little valise with the wheels. Exactly. It's meant for overhead. Also, if we're on this right now, we call this Pat's Corner just because air travel makes me very upset. Oh, and I'm such a good traveler. It's amazing. So efficient at airports, getting on and off planes, scheduling my tickets so I have a perfect route out. I always want to be near the front of the plane, easy access on, easy access off. I'm not talking about buying first class. I'm no rich. I'm a medium. So I can afford like the extra 30 bucks so I get like row four, the one behind first class so I can still be in and out. But I don't want to see people who are sitting in the fucking back putting their overheads over like my seat and then walk into the back. No. And when we get up at the end, you don't need to stand up. If you're in the back row, you don't need to be standing up once the plane lands. Also, don't Thank fucking you. also don't fucking clap when the plane lands. Oh, it's, suppo- the it's supposed to land. Okay, I don't care about the clapping. I'm, the not, clapping I'm not a clapper. But the worst people on the planet are the people like that stand up. And Instantly, like, gotta get my top. bag. Like why? And then you gotta stand there, and then you're just hovering. You're over doing me. this thing underneath. And the then you're just like gosh. hovering over me, dude. Like we're here. And I mean this, listen, I'm, I am I prefer, I try to avoid, I guess, connectors at all costs. But I, I strongly believe that there should just be a rule, and I know assholes might violate it, but I don't know there's way. Like, if people with connecting flights should be allowed off that fucking plane first. I agree. There are some airlines that do do that. Like, no, like, like let them fuck it off. That. Can you imagine? I couldn't imagine. If I had a connector and I was sitting, like, I would probably be losing my mind because we've all been there. So, I don't know. That's, like, my one thing. And I, yeah. I don't know. The other big one, I too. Air, with, I, I don't mind airplanes I so much. But, again, you guys have both mentioned you're both bigger than me. I fit into, like, any seat. For no, me. I'm not that big. Well, no, but you're going to be less comfortable than <laughs> I'm going to be in a seat. No, I'm fine. I got my wife and daughter. They're both small. I got I, I got their, the, 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 the gourds of room they don't take up. That's fair. I sat next to a guy. I went to go see Bohemian Rhapsody the other night. I had to move seats. The guy should have had to pay for two seats. It was unbearable. 
and he had put that like salt and vinegar shit on his popcorn. Oh god! Like the, that's the, the smell was getting to me, and then he started spilling it all over himself, and half of him was in my seat. Like this oh, it was is just, why it was they nonsense. need to have ushers who can come in and throw these people out. You're coming around to my view on these things. You know what? On on that type of thing, you're kind of right. Last thing about the uh, the airplanes, though, and the people who stand up. Listen, if you want to stand up because you want to stretch your legs, whatever. Don't be the guy who's in the row behind me who's been standing up for, like, 30 minutes for some unknown reason, waiting for, like, the lines to go. That when the line filters through and I'm still sitting down and it's getting to me, I see, like, two rows ahead of me, they start to get out. I take off my seatbelt and go, get. well, you're trying to get ahead of me? Like, no. Oh, I've had no. the good sense to sit here the entire time because I'm not a fucking moron. You can fucking curb it, pal. Like, just... Flying makes me very angry, for one thing, and I'm not me afraid to too. get... As Tim knows, I'm not afraid to get into it in public with people. <laughs> Tim, you've experienced this before. My least Man, favorite... Place. I was threatening that woman at McDonald's that day. Airports and yes, hospitals. You did. She would not give me an extra barbecue sauce. Oh, you my losing You wanted seven extra barbecue sauces. Well, what I should I ordered my fucking nuggets. I wanted I nug need... per dipping sauce. I was very I hungover. I was very angry. Yeah, I don't know if I, I want to defend. To your view. Okay, fine. When you're someone like Pat Mayo who demands satisfaction wherever you go, you expect to get it. I'm a paying customer. Thank you. That's how <laughs> I feel about it. And then you razz me about saying things like that. Uh, He's right. We're not so different, you and I. I know. This is why we're friends. We're not that different. I'm a bad traveler, though. I hate it. I really see. I, I get excited. To get I like here. traveling because airports to me are like mini malls, and I get to like oh walk around the airport like it's a mall because there are shops and there are places oh to my go and there are and like there are bookstores and co- it's almost like a mall. So like I don't mind the connectors when I've got a little time. It's a really like- expensive mall. Oh. You can do a lap around the airport, uh, you know, and uh, you're killing time, and it's actually quite nice. So I- what the fuck's a hospital? Uh, it's a sad a mall. Is a, yeah, it's a place for people. A sad mall? You no, do, do all this walking around there. And there's even lines that you can follow, too, that bring you to different places. Like I, I avoid airports not, and hospitals like a plague. No, airports are underrated. They're, they're not the worst. I, I don't like airports, but there are certain things in airports. Like, I try to get to the airport as late as possible, like three hours before an international flight. Please, like 30 minutes tops. As See, as I don't mind getting there early because I like to read a book or listen to a podcast or walk around. It's like... Yeah, I'm just going to do this at home anyway, so why don't you just get out in the airport and see something different? You're not seeing anything. You're at the airport. Same thing. But I, I'm seeing different sights that I would usually see if I, than I, if I were at home. And, like a poor, you don't even have lounge membership to places. Oh, yes, you're right. Uh, we're going to hold a benefit in my honor when we're up there so I can get lounge. I don't want lounge members. I mean, I, oh, I, oh I, really? I, what, about when we were, well, it, what, what about when we were at Super Bowl and we used my lounge access to do what, Tim? That was very nice, and I enjoyed that lounge, but now, I'm not saying I can't. Now, imagine you walk into any airport, and you can go play a golf simulator as you wait for your, you get, well, you get your again, food, you get not, your, your unlimited drinks, your golf simulators. Doesn't that sound worth the 33 bucks? Well, but again, this is why you're an urbane elite, and I am a man of the people and for the people. I am I, someone who is so excellent at traveling that I have it all figured out. All figured out. You know who never gets harassed going through the stuff? Me. I have everything taken out of my pockets. Everything I'm supposed to be able to take out of my bags, I have taken out. If I have liquid, it's already in a bag because I don't want to be hassled going through security. I don't get, like, there, the amount of people that don't take their laptops out of bags, like, oh, forgot it was in there. Like, you've traveled before. That has to be a I thing. Know. 
yet you forget to take your laptop out of your bag, and now you're causing everything to back up. Just have a bit of fucking common sense at the airport. Everything would work much better. I'm with you. I'm with you on just about everything you've said. Except for you should never recline your chair on an airplane. Oh, that's, no, you must recline your chair. That's, 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 no. you want to. No, no. I that, paid for the chair. The chair reclines. I'm going to recline, recline if I want chair. to. You shouldn't, you shouldn't recline your chair. That, works, certainly... that works against the best interest of everybody. I paid good money for that seat. No if I want should. to recline, I'm shouldn't going to it. recline. You shouldn't do it. It, yeah, I have no ethical obligation to anybody else when it comes to reclining. They can because they can recline back too. It'd be different if they couldn't recline, but if they can recline back in the same way, it sucks for. If everyone. you don't want me to recline my chair, it sucks for every. It's a it's a human centipede of sucking all the way down. If everyone is, is everyone is if everyone is tilting back, if everyone wants to be fake fat Joe and lean back just a little bit, it's not going to be any good. Why don't you work on your posture for three hours? Why don't they go ahead and disable the reclining function on my chair then? That's until, until, that, that's that's absolutely coming, and that's fine though. Great. Then that, as long as the function is there, I shall use it. And I, I actually, again, I don't care if you use it or don't use it. But the sort of like preening, finger wagging nonsense like you shouldn't recline your chair. You shouldn't. And you you get triggered you, if people bring food from the off hall? the plane onto the plane. That bothers me. That bothers like, him too. He thinks that should be banned, but reclining, that's fine. <laughs> who made you that, the president of deciding? so much. Who made you the president of deciding who gets to recline their chair and doesn't get to recline their chair? The answer is He's just no one. President. No, no one should do it. Well, I, I, I do when I want to. I don't always, but sometimes if I, the, I haven't got much leg room or whatever, I get extra leg room that way. Cause corner. <laughs> We've already established I don't you're understand not. why you have been so antagonistic towards me on the show today. Because you're just straight up lying about what you're doing. No, I'm not. Jeff, is there any chance that he wasn't moving around earlier when he was? He we was, can hear him. Yeah. There was movement. Paul. Oh, buddy, he's a pathological liar at this point. <laughs> pathological I'm the one liar. Who's here. I am the one who was here. I know what I was doing. We can was, hear. We can yeah. hear you moving around. You pretend you're being sneaky, sneaking out for cigs. No, and then, then every time, every time that you get up and try to go out the door, it goes. No, I put myself on mute anytime I have to move or do something. Mm-hmm. No, you don't. I do. All right, I know what you're trying do you to do. Even, I'm surprised even he knows doesn't know it. Do you know what he does? No, you know he doesn't mute his own mic. Do you know what he does? This is exactly what happens because Tim is so bad at technology. He's not muting himself. When I am, I put the mute button right here on the keyboard. Mute. Yeah, that doesn't mute you, you moron. It mutes us from you hearing us. Oh, I thought it mutes everything. <laughs> so when you are moving and ruffling, we're hearing you, man. That's what we've been saying. <laughs> but I wasn't in that instance. <laughs> This is as good as the the thing where you couldn't open the windows. This is this explains a lot. It just took me a while to think through it yeah. and just put myself into Tim's like, shoes. Wait, he can't actually do what he's saying. Dang, exactly, he doesn't know how to mute himself. He's just putting his computer on mute so he can't hear anything. <laughs> why? Why, why would you not be able to hear us if you if you put yourself on mute? Because we wouldn't I be by muted. hitting it. I don't make any sound, and you don't make any sound. No. That's what the button on the keyboard did. You, 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 you have muted us in that instance, not you. 
because like when you tell me you can't hear me like i hit the sound up button or sound down buttons on my keyboard and that seems to work no did you say it doesn't paul turns you up on our audio board Oh, I thought it was because I wasn't talking loudly. Yeah, I, I, I know up. I know he can mute himself in Zoom, Paul, but he couldn't figure out how to use Zoom. Like, no, I know. He, doesn't, he, he has not I'm thought that far in advance. Possible. Yes, I get that it's possible that he could mute himself, but I know that that's not what he's doing. Man, that's a bad look for you. <laughs> I like that he thought he was turning himself up, too, by pressing a louder volume. I thought I was being pretty slick here. <laughs> Well, it's all right. In the next minute and a half, you can go heat up some frozen potato skins and you'll forget about this whole thing ever happening. Oh, that's so gross. And they're probably, oh. Like, you know they're bad to begin with. Yeah. Now he's adding in the element of and cooking them in the microwave. And you have to, like, over-nuke them because you don't want to bite into it and, like, well, have it cold you have center. To them. Yeah. So he has to over-nuke it and it's just the whole, oh, revolting. I know what clip you're going to cut for Twitter. Oh, there's a lot of them. Yeah, mute yourself, Tim. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> what clip do you think he's going to cut? So wait, so if I click this button. Keep talking. Or can you not hear me? That? Like I'm clicking now the button next to the start video button on Zoom. Is that the mute button that I should be using? The one that with the like the cross through the microphone. Yeah, you'll probably just like shut down the entire production if you try this stuff. There's like an X or a line going through. Yeah, I think I, I think I got it. I think I got a case. Let's see. Talk. See, he's doing it. He got it. He got I it. I was talking. I was it, talking. You, you figured it out. How does it feel? <laughs> I uh, just just. I mean, it's just as simple. I, I should have. I don't know. I just I thought that apples were like smart enough. <laughs> that like all the programs read through the keyboard and that when I pushed a button on the keyboard, it like interfaced with all of the, uh, uh, the program that I was running. That's all. That, that was my mistake. Now, when you think like what the cloud is, do you yeah, think it's connected it to your brain? So it knows what you're, th- whatever you're thinking the computer does. No, although I don't quite understand the cloud, to be perfectly honest with you. What do you mean you don't understand the cloud? I don't quite get what it does. I know it, like, stores stuff, but I'm not quite sure what or how it's storing things or, like, how I access it. But, I, I mean, that's because I've never really looked into it that much. You should use the cloud. It's easy. I'm sure it is. I probably am using the cloud and don't even know it. Potentially. It's like I, I have my phone, computer, iPad all synced up to the same thing so I can access all the same information from any device. I probably do. My brother did all the stuff for me when I got some stuff because he's really good with technology. So he would have set me up with it, I'm sure. How, are you in a position to know who is and who is not good at technology? Well, I like it's to like it's like my grandma. My, my grandma asked me to fix Google one time when I was home for Christmas. I like to think of myself as an everyman, and so people better than me, I like to think are pretty good at technology. People worse than me, I think, are, are bad at technology. Are there people that are worse than you in your age oh. range? How like this is the way you should look at it. In your age range, is there anyone worse at technology than you? I don't know. I'm sure there are. That you know? I'm sure there are. I don't know. No, the answer is no. I have a, I have Even a, our friend who's like, you know, we think that he's like real borderline. Tim always says he's dyslexic, but he's not. That's his excuse. He's dumb. Remember when people were allowed to be like stupid? We have a friend who's stupid. Cuz corner. <laughs> 
so I've brought up when we were hanging out with Tim on Saturday a couple times. Okay, I, I have one big note from that night. Okay, well, I don't take many notes at all, but I've got one thing double underlined, so it's probably the exact same. Is it Alexa? Yes. Well, I wrote Siri, but I guess we meant the exact same. Yeah, it, it, it was a Google product, so yeah. it was Alexa, yes. I've ne- Tim was so – you guys asked Alexa a score of, of – The a, Raptors game. Of a Raptor no, game the or, or the Boston Clemson College. game. Oh, it was the Boston – it was Alexa, what's the score of the Boston College game? The score is Boston College, da 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 like right away. And Tim was literally like he was encountered by an alien. <laughs> he was so shook, I think is the word the kids use these days. Shook. That this life form was giving him accurate information. Um, technically, you could tell he was like bothered by. It was. He was fright. He was absolutely rattled by. By Alexa. a technological advancement, he was bothered. Now, on this show, we've once said that Siri is Tim's best friend. It could turn out that Alexa is Tim's best friend if Tim would go down the route of getting Alexa and Google Home. I have never seen one before. I have never seen where it. Do you, where do you live that you've never seen one of these before? And I found it very terrifying that this uh, <laughs> non-sentient machine just knew automatically some information. I wasn't prepared for it. I just didn't expect it. And I felt like this Violated. Is, he felt raped. He felt like he, he was triggered. He was very like, much triggered. No, I don't know about triggered. Like, Ale- shook. Ale- like Alexa shook. is not allowed in Tim's safe space. Like, all the fears I have about, like, a dystopian future, like Big Brother in 1984 and A Brave New World, like, Alexa sort of, like, represents that thin end of the wedge for me where, like, AI becomes too... It just, I saw it. I saw how quickly it answered the question. And I was like, oh, dear God, that is frightening. And, yeah, I was, I was, as the kids say, shook. Uh, Alexa's (laughs) bad. It shouldn't exist. The funny thing is... But you were all big on Watson when it was on Jeopardy. No, I no, I wasn't. And you love Deep Blue. Well, I mean, anyone can play chess. So if a computer can play chess, it can't tell you the fucking score of an NCAA football was, game. Was, just our, your friend leaned over, asked it, it got an answer back immediately, and I found that interaction to be quite chilling. So and you it, you were more prepared to wait for the newspaper. The next I'm day, or at least the afternoon edition things. the next he's day, because like, it was too late of a game he, he, to be in the paper he the next day. To be so foreign about it, but. He watches every big game. He watches all the big like network shows. So and he, would the, see and he the watches commercials. commercials. He loves commercials. So like I don't know how he like when he interacts with with humans, these things like have never existed when he has been desensitized to them through corporate advertising. That's all fair, but when you see it in the flesh for the first time, you don't know how you'll react and I Without even nearly, I was just, I, I, I physically like moved backwards from it. I was like afraid of it. But is it like, I don't know, hypothetically, you got your hands dirty, you're like cooking and you want like uh, how many? Well, Tim doesn't get his hands dirty when he cooks because he just puts everything in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> like how many tablespoons of X do I need now? Like, because you forget. And you, yeah, you, you just ask Alexa, a, it tells you. You don't need to go through a book. You don't need to scroll your phone. You just ask the question. Tim also forgets to use Google a lot of the time. Like we've been doing this, running thing through, uh, or like we have a, we all have iPhones, so we have a, like an iMessage group thread, chat, group chat going. But you can send like the different like fonts 
which then sends stuff upside down or make fireworks go off when you send a message. And he was like triggered for like a good week because that's all we were doing. We're sending him these types of messages. And he's like, I don't know how to do this. I checked my settings. It doesn't tell me. I was like, please tell me how to make all of like the bubbles come up on the screen when you do it. And he didn't type that into Google at any point. He just was furious and was asking us. So he because can't, even, he can't even remember I'm, to Google things, let alone ask Alexa things. I was maybe, and this is just part of my being of a generation where I was the, of the last generation where I was taught. We're to both look. older than you, you <laughs> fucktard. I was taught to look things up for myself and depend on my own brain to find answers. And that like, you know, it's like doing a crossword puzzle and like going to Google to find an answer. That's cheating. I, I, my brain is trained to like just depend on what I know and how I can figure things out. And so well, I'm just like, as, as it turns out, you're really bad at figuring things out. My default is not just to go to Google, which is like a hack and then get all your answers. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I'm like, when I used to, when I was going to school, I never went to the digital resources. I went to the library. I took the book off the shelf. I read the actual book. I took physical notes by hand in my notebooks. That's the way I, I was trained to, to research and figure things out. And so I'm not used to just going to a digital resource or a search engine and getting all this but, stuff. I know I could. But, it would but, make- but you're, you, you don't know that you can, though. Because you it's would, not, if, if, you, if you remembered, you would do it. And don't don't pass it off like you're some part of generation that uses fucking books. You're younger than both of us, and that's not a part of our generation. So well, cut, it is the, actually cut, cut the absolute generation. shit on that. It, it is actually a part of our generation. No, it's not. It's yeah, just you, exactly. you refuse to do it. It's what I am used to, and it's the way... Just so you refuse to change to the times. You just preferred to no. live like it was 25 years ago. Not at all, but just my default setting is to not look at Google right away. Okay, so right. so it, to not look at it right away, what happens then a week later when you're still asking the question? It just hasn't occurred to you to do it. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say that that's not true, but I'm just saying <laughs> the, I, my natural reaction is to Google these things. Things are being made too easy, and like there's a value, there's a virtue in actually learning to figure out things for yourself by reading reading up on it. I don't it. think he's wrong, but that's different than like, still instead of having everything just handed to you like hipster millennials today or handed everything to them and never have to, you know, sweat by the the the, the brow like have to, like to actually work and figure out like look in an encyclopedia to figure out something. See, see Cus lives the hipster lifestyle. That that's classic hipster and Tim doesn't seem to realize that because what do hipsters do? They they like stuff that's out of style and out of date and stuff that's useless to do and very non-efficient. That's what Tim's doing with almost everything he does. No he lives a hipster lifestyle. He'll probably argue this vehemently, but in 2018 anyone like sitting down in their chaise lounge opening an encyclopedia is an elitist. Elitist or a <laughs> moron who can't figure out how to use their phone. Well, I, no, I see. I don't think it's elitist. It's super I mean, elitist. Who the hell would own encyclopedias? Why would you I ever? Have, why would you ever spend the money on it? It makes no sense. It's free well, on the internet. My parents. Did. It, how long have they had them? Well, it was a long time ago, and I was like, in yeah, yes. Yeah, so, so, so they have the encyclopedias. Yeah. They're not actively searching oh, no, out no. new encyclopedias. It's not like Mister Britannica's coming to your door, being like, "Sir, do you need some mahogany encyclopedias?" And Tim is like, "Well, come on in. I'll get up some scones and tea." This no, is, although encyclopedias are still very useful online, like the actual, like the Oxford English, uh, you know, there are various Encyclopedia Britannica, uh, the OED, like like which is basically an encyclopedia for all intents and purposes. I uh, still have like what you would have found in the book, but just in digital form. 
uh, those are, are still used. So, I mean, yeah, I have the I old plagiarized th- to, <laughs> to yeah. pass college. Oh, no, there's more like grade school. By college, I wasn't that like. Anyway, my default is not just to immediately run to Google and have things handed to me like millennials today. I'm, I guess I'm just used to not having you're, things. You're used to not knowing things. And you just, you're yeah, very, you're very you're comfortable right. with that. Although you, I, can, you bitch and complain that you don't know about it. And then, be- right. and then you, and then instead of using Google, you beg us to tell you. That's like, your I, method instead of using I Google. I actually am comfortable with not knowing you're not because you sit there and whine like a little bitch about how you and don't I, and you don't know and all you could have done is google but you're like, no you got to tell me why why won't this work i'm trying it on my phone obviously there's something wrong with my phone remember when we convinced you that you couldn't change the name of the text group because your particular version of the phone couldn't do it <laughs> yes i did not expect for you all to lie to me like that you're right I plead guilty. I did not expect my friends to be telling me out and out lies, uh, and and then and just keep reinforcing those lies. You're right. I I trusted you guys. We even photoshopped up a thing of our settings versus his settings and where the button would be, and he got very triggered. And again, this is something that went on for like a good ten days that could have been solved in less than ten seconds if he had just used Siri, Googled it, or used Alexa. But it's like, basic, but he's too afraid of Alexa. It's like basic, it's coming to steal his. Do you let? pictures be taken of you like is this even a real picture like it looks like you think someone's stealing your soul in this picture it's basic settings to change the chat it's it's in the it's in the actual text you text the group and at the top you just click on it and change the name that's it touch that little i button that's what i didn't realize i kept going into like the message settings in the iphone that's where i thought you could do it because that's where they told me you could do it (laughs) that's where you just assume everything can be changed in the settings although nothing can really be changed in the settings okay did you plead guilty yeah, so just start using Google. You can actually go use Amazon or Walmart.com right now to go purchase Monopoly Millennial. So the future's going to trigger this guy even more. Oh, yeah. He's going to be, I mean, if he was handy, which he's not, he'd dig a ditch and just go live in that and just get away from the world. Live in a little hut. Off yeah, but I mean, I've already made peace with the fact that the, the world I wish to live in and the world that I'm going to encounter are not going to be the same thing. <laughs> and once you accept that you're just a man out of time, uh, that that's just how it is. Do you that tell people that will... you live non-linearly? No, but some of us will cleave to the old ways uh, longer than we should because that's uh, our sort of default character. Not every pe- Different people have different characters. And to try to force people to have different characters to fit with some preconceived notion of what should be up and coming uh, does them a disservice. There's always value to the people who look backwards and say, well, you know, but there was something valuable about what we, ha- we had before. You know what was great? The Sears Wishbook catalog. I <laughs> love I the I Sears lo- Wishbook. Of course you do. Of course that, you do. That to me was a part of Christmas time growing up when I was young, looking at the Wishbook and picking yeah, this You know what? Up. You're not a fucking child anymore. No, I'm not, and I wouldn't use it now. But I feel bad for the kids uh, who are like eight and nine now, or will be eight and nine. So in the you future. you feel bad for anyone that didn't experience life exactly how you experienced it? No, is what you're but saying. that was. I know it was it was enjoyable, and that that enjoyable experience will not be there. It was a and book I think of toys, of course. It yeah, was but enjoyable. it's no different than being on your iPad and scrolling through Amazon and a list of toys. Anyway, I want that one and that one and that one. And then I yeah, have to was just touch it. And then it comes. What, what, what is there something that's different about that? Please it was tell exciting me. exciting when the book arrived at the house and then you got to leaf page by page by page through it. And you had to work for it. it, it once again, it wasn't just handed to you by two clicks of a mouse. It was, no, actually, sorry, it was just <laughs> sent to your door. No, but you had to put in the labor of going through all the pages and figuring out what you wanted and what you didn't. Like, and you had to pick and choose. Like, 
again, there is some, some there's some character building virtue in putting a little bit of effort into searching and finding rather than having everything just handed to you on a silver platter. I think, I think it, it makes a better, it makes, makes for better character. At least it, in my experience, it did. This is all just rhetoric from someone who can't figure out how to use their phone. <laughs> no, see, it's not though. It is because you're bad at technology. If you were good with technology, you would love all of this stuff. I never said I was great with technology. You did. You said, no, you said that you're an early adopter of technology and that you're great at technology. Your quote. I don't think I ever said I was great with technology. I, nope. I don't think I've ever, I think I'm a little too self-aware to have said that. Oh, yes. I mean, if there's one thing you're big on, <laughs> self-awareness. Just like this Monopoly millennial game. Are you in on that? Yeah, I mean, I guess you can't buy any properties because they're not allowed, because millennials don't buy properties. Well, no, it's because the prices, you don't get enough money and the prices are too expensive. I mean, you don't land, you don't build up houses or hotels because if it's not Airbnb or something, you're not interested in it because God forbid you stay in a hotel like a grown up, uh, or you know what, what else? There's no, uh, you know, chance and community chess would both be too triggering because oh no, there could be a chance of getting a bad question. Uh, and, although you know, a free parking was not changed to a safe space, though, I feel like they really missed the boat on that. They they did miss the boat on that. Yeah. Al- although, again, you're just a sucker who stays in the hotels. Why wouldn't you go to an Airbnb? We all know that Airbnbs are better experiences. Oh no, I like hotels. I like a hotel room. I like the the concierge. I like the walking into the lounge. There being a restaurant attached to it. Uh, the room that's on its like what the room. I mean, ask the concierge nothing. He asked him like, oh, where I, do I buy cigs? No, no, that's not true. If I'm in a different city, I ask all kinds of questions. Where can I find this? Where can I find that? Where's a good place to get this? Where's a good place to get that? Like I ask advice. Uh, oh, 100%. Call for a wake-up call, for example. I like to call a concierge for that. Like lots of stuff. Like I actually think there's value in that. I, I also don't like living in someone else's house, uh, which is what an Airbnb is. I mean, I, I understand there are lots of benefits of it. I'm not anti-Airbnb. By any well, you, you just said that adults don't use Airbnb. I would figure but, that only adults use Airbnb because no, it requires to a credit card number. To run away from hotels at all times just to use Airbnb, I think there is something not grown up about that. I mean, well, I mean times- well, how about this? It's more fiscally responsible to go Airbnb because it's most of the time, 95% of the time, cheaper. So what you're saying is that being fiscally responsible is not an adult move. There are some times when the Airbnb makes the most sense, but there are other times where the majority of the time Airbnb makes the most sense. Plus, you, know you, you get to drop in the middle of a section of the city that you can go choose, and then you get to experience the culture of that city a lot more than just going to some Best Western. Well, I, I wasn't talking about a Best Western. I was saying like a four, thinking like a Four Seasons. When was the last time you stayed at a Four Seasons? I, I've never actually stayed. At- you only stay at like the din- like oh my god we went to uh, the final four. No, let's not tell this story. We went to the final four in 2010 or 2011, one of the two. It was in Charlotte, so we did a trip. We went down, uh, and then we rented a car. So we went to the first two days of the tournament in Charlotte. We drove down to Myrtle Beach and played golf, and then we had one extra day where we had to go drive back to Charlotte because we were flying out of Charlotte. So everything was taken care of on the trip. I booked some of the hotels. Uh, a friend got the tickets. Someone else booked the car. The one thing. Tim had to do was book us a hotel on the last night. And <laughs> was it a comfort in a days in? Listen, I was instructed to find a hotel next to the airport, which is what I did. Now he could have got us a hotel at the airport, like a decent hotel. There's four of us splitting a room. Like we, we could have paid up a little bit for a yeah. place that he got us this place, like 10 to 15, like two exits before the airport in 
I want to say it was a dangerous area. It, it was when not. When I called them, they said it was near the airport. And it wasn't particularly near the airport, so that wasn't all that great. There was no shuttle. We couldn't drop off the car, go back to the hotel, and take a shuttle. We had to wait and drive in the morning to go go to the airport and drop off the car. This place, no front window. You could smoke in the rooms. And I, I, Bates Motel is tough, but there was a big light outside that just shined right through our front the entire night, and no one could sleep except for Tim, who just snored the entire time. So no one else could sleep in it either. But like, it was the most legit, terrifying place I've ever stayed in my life. And Tim, would you say any differently? I mean, if I could go back, I would certainly not pick that hotel. Uh, that there was a lot of mistakes made picking a hotel that didn't have curtains in the windows. We got in there it was a dead ringer giveaway that it was a bad idea to stay there. But listen, I was went on Google. Because that's what you told me to do. And I Googled airports near Charlotte. He went to the first place that came up. Didn't near do any Charlotte comparison Hotel shopping. And the, first, and the first link was there that said hotel near. So I clicked it, got on my phone, called them, said, you guys have availability. Called them too. Are you near? Well, this was like 2011. That you can still book that. online in 2011. Uh, well, I didn't. And so I called them and said, you're near the airport. Yes. What's the rate? The rate was pretty cheap. So I said, yeah, let's do it up. And I booked it and never gave it a second thought. And the heat I took for that was ridiculous. Like, okay, I made a bad call, but I've got to stay here too. It's not like, ha, 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 you guys all have to experience this bad hotel while I, you know, hang out at, uh, you know, the, the, four, the four Seasons. seasons. He's stuff. never been to the Four Seasons. I've been into Four Seasons, but I've never actually stayed in the room. You're, uh, you're a the fan place. of Four Seasons? I mean, I have always had this fantasy of being wealthy enough to just live in a hotel. Like, not even have an apartment. Just live in a hotel. I think because, you know, you'd have the pool, you'd have the steam room, you'd have the gym. You live in a luxury hotel. A-Rap, yeah, a A-Rap lived hotel. at One King West for a year and a half. Like, your bed sheets would be changed every day. Yeah. You'd get fresh towels every day. You'd never have to spend a dime on shampoos or soaps because they give you them for free, which is another reason I prefer hotels to Airbnbs because you can stock up on that stuff when you're at a hotel. You I, I like that you're there for the free swag. It's not like you walk into an Airbnb and they don't have like legit head and shoulders waiting for you. Yeah, but you can't take it home with you. I mean, I guess if you really wanted to, you could. I stock up. Cuss corner. <laughs> no, I'm where... not living my truth. You're constantly living your truth. You couldn't even get an update down on your computer and then you said it could never be done. It could never be updated. I, I actually have it all fixed now. Shocker. Do you actually? Yeah, I do. What was the problem? The problem was it was already downloaded automatically. <laughs> I just had to click the button underneath it to launch it. If people so only I just kept knew it down. what was happening 37 minutes ago. Paul, did you record <laughs> any of that beforehand? I always record. Oh, excellent. Let's take, let's, let's take a look at Tim right before we went on air. No, but hopefully we can get this fixed for next week. I've never seen this. This never happened with Zoom before. You, next time you see Butts, you get him to help you out with it, okay? No, I, there's nothing. I, I tried to look online about it. And there was nothing. Of course, because it's probably not a real problem. <laughs> it, it, it's disappearing, and you can't. You physically can't. I wish I could send you a video. Let's start. You physically can't uh, download Zoom. Yeah, we, we, we have to start because Jeff has to go. Probably a shutdown. I, I, I agree, but I think we're going to have to keep doing this from now on because this thing is yeah, it's impossible. It'll never work again. Just ask Butts. Well, maybe my computer. Just, 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 maybe ask, my just computer can you just stopped. please ask Butts next time you see him? Nope.
Why? Will not. Why? He will be able to fix this for you. No, he can't. He tried to like use Bluetooth on my computer. We were over at his place. He's like, your computer is not Bluetooth accessible for some reason. Are you all right? I'm fine. You don't sound fine. I'm pissed that this thing doesn't work. So you're now admitting that it, it, it can be done, Tim? I certainly hope if there was any profanity there, it was bleeped out. I will I will go back and bleep out your profanity. What, you were what, very upset about it. <laughs> well, I was annoyed. At, I, I knew there was something on my end. I was doing that something on my end was wrong, and I couldn't figure it out. So now, now I've got it up. Now I'm now watching Here's like I thing. usually do while I'm talking here on the phone. You said you, you unequivocally were beyond confident that a mutual friend would have been able to resolve it in 10 seconds. It would have been resolved in two seconds. The <laughs> fact that Tim like realized what was wrong, but he was adamant that there was no fix. Cuz Connor. <laughs> I call them weekend warriors, not Johnny come lately. Oh, well, weekend warriors at the mall. I'm sorry. Have you been to the mall lately though? To, to see these yes. people out in <laughs> there. Monday. They're, they're on your turf now. So what happens then? Like, do you, do you give them the side eye? Does your mall walking group get very upset and then have to sit down because they've been standing up for more than 30 seconds? No, it's one of these things where you it's a necessary evil because these people, in part, although they don't know it, are keeping the mall going year-round by all the money and attention they spend this time of year. So it's sort of like if you like are a member at Pebble Beach, every five years you just accept, I got to give up my course for three weeks or a month for the U.S. Open because like that helps drive interest into the thing or some other municipal. It's just one of those things where it's annoying at the time, but in the long run, it's good for everybody. The mall only exists because of this time of year. It is. It's where they go into the black. If they didn't have people going to the mall, if they had a bunch of hipster millennials all going to the Amazon and the Roku or whatever they're doing and buying all their stuff. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? The mall wouldn't exist if everyone was buying everything like, on the internet. They're going to... can't be all uh, and Amazon that. Like... You know, people have to go to the brick and mortar stores in order to keep the malls in, in business. If, there, if there's one thing I always do, it's I go to the Roku's <laughs> to get my gifts. What's Roku, Tim? I don't know. It's like something like iTunes, or I know I've, I've heard Pat say it before. It's like one of those. I assume it's like it's like an offshoot of like Amazon or like I, I don't actually. I actually have no idea. I just assume it was like like Amazon or you know one of those other online stores. It's not even close. Okay, well, then whatever. My point still stands that if, if everybody bought everything on the internet, uh, the malls wouldn't exist. So that's why you just have to smile and nod and accept that this time of year it's going to be busy. Have you seen, because around Christmas time, we always get like the pop-up stores in the mall. They're, like they're very yeah. seasonal. Like they'll sell like stolen jewelry and stuff like that. at like hickory farms. Sure. Like, is there anything like that you've noticed? Yeah, I mean, the usual ones that come up all the time, the calendar club stores where they sell like the calendars. Or like I said, Hickory Farms, where you can get some uh, some Christmas centric, you know, spice meat and cheese packs or whatever it is that they sell. Yeah, there's a few of those, but uh, not 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 as many this year, I think, as years past. Cause corner. <laughs> Picking a hotel that didn't have curtains in the windows, <laughs> we got in there. It was a dead ringer giveaway that it was a bad idea to stay there. But listen, I was went on Google because that's what you told me to do. <laughs> And I Googled airports near Charlotte. <laughs> he went to the first place that came up. Didn't near do any Charlotte comparison Hotel shopping. And the, first, and the first link was there that said hotel near. So I clicked it, got on my phone, called them, said, you guys have availability. Called them too. 
are you near? Well, this was like 2011. That you can still book time. online in 2011. Uh, well, I didn't. And so I called him and said, you're near the airport. Yes. What's the rate? The rate was pretty cheap. So I said, yeah, let's do it up. And I booked it and never gave it a second thought. And the heat I took for that was ridiculous. Like, okay, I made a bad call, but I've got to stay here too. It's not like, ha, 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 you guys all have to experience this bad hotel while I, you know, hang out at, uh, you know, the, the, four, the four Seasons. seasons. He's never been to the Four Seasons. I've been into Four Seasons, but America's <laughs> favorite room. You're, uh, you're a fan of Four Seasons? I mean, I have always had this fantasy of being wealthy enough to just live in a hotel. Like, not even have an apartment. Just live in a hotel. I think because, you know, you'd have the pool, you'd have the steam room, you'd have the gym. Nice you'd... in a luxury hotel. A-Rap, yeah, a lived hotel. at One King West for a year and a half. Like, your bed sheets would be changed every day. Yeah. You'd get fresh towels every day. You'd never have to spend a dime on shampoos or soaps because they give you them for free, which is another reason I prefer hotels to Airbnbs because you can stock up on that stuff when you're at a hotel I, I, I like that you're there for the free swag it's not like you walk into an airbnb and they don't have like legit head and shoulders waiting for you yeah but you can't take it home with you i mean i guess if you really wanted to you could i stock up <laughs> so anyway so you're incapable of doing your own laundry you're incapable of cooking you're incapable of basically doing anything around <laughs> the house so you need assume, people to go do it for and you we're supposed to assume he returns home with like eight bars of soap Apparently when I does. came back from the so Super Bowl in Minneapolis, I yeah, you just move I, it close I, to you and be comfortable. No, I was just loun- I was I was Shay's lounging. Cause corner. <laughs> so those little lines don't actually like mimic, or they don't actually like match up with your vo- voice. Like I thought they were like okay. With what? Like I thought when I spoke, that was the ver- the reverberations of my voice on the screen. You thought that the screen was actually mimicking your voice yes i did actually those lines i thought moved when i spoke like i thought those were in tandem with thought it was like registering my my voice how do you think technology works like that well i'm sure like oh my god when you go to like sporting events and they do like the loudness meter at the game yeah do you you think that's really registering like decibels that's not just a computer no it's not Yes, it is. No. That's how, like, stadiums, like, the loudest, sta- like, that's oh. how Arrowhead, like, it's the record for loudest stadium. No, no, that's all. Like, you, know, you, know, you know when they show you the meter, and it's like, hey, get loud. And, like, the people yeah. cheer louder, and it goes up. Yeah, that that's not real, Tim. That's all fake well, news. Well, some are. No, they aren't. The ones I've seen, I thought. No. Were. Yeah, apparently you don't know anything. I know things. You don't know you don't know. Oh, Apparently, you don't know things. When you were on Hollywood Celebrities, what do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. We found out. You don't know things. Yeah, like, I mean, you, you can register the decibels, but that's like some dude with like, you know, however you measure decibels with like a, a thing. It has nothing to do with like the graphic that you see when they're measuring it to be louder. Oh, see, now I thought that was connected. All right, well, I was wrong. I thought it was connected to like the sound that you make at the stadium. It registers on that thing. This is almost as bad as your take of when you left the TV on because you thought it affected ratings. Yeah, I, <laughs> well, I, I didn't realize that only like Nielsen families got that. I thought like <laughs> everyone's TV registered for ratings. Yeah, I used to like. I'd go out for the afternoon, but I would like I don't want my shows being canceled or whatever. Cause corner. <laughs> Guess what we discovered? We recorded uh, the Christmas Cuss Corner yesterday.
it's a, it's like an hour and forty something minutes. What'd you so, get? so that's my present to all of you for Christmas Day is a new Cuss Corner. But Tim, give me something. T- Tim to told us he's him nah, he's, he's back on the scratch tickets. <laughs> you should buy him one of those like packs that have like uh... really a hey, Tim back on. Well, them? one I bought one two Sundays ago when I was picking up my pro lines, and I ended up oh. winning twenty bucks on it. Hey, so. good for you. Listen, you by he the is way, a pro scratch I'll just, ticket player. I want to talk about this because you cut it. You need to cut it because you cut it, and you've already teased it. You you are crazy when you think like your grocer's freezer is the <laughs> restaurant, man. That, that that's in the cuss corner. <laughs> yeah, I saw you cut that preview clip out. Sortie's people for Christmas Day is coming. You're you're nuts. But that's how he's judging TGI Fridays is based on their potato skins that he found at the grocery store in the what he calls the freezer section. I'm not here that's to defend. Amazing. I'm not here to defend Fridays. I'm not here to do that either. But. No, it, Fridays doesn't need to be defended. It's not good. Yeah. But to judge it that way seems very disingenuous. If the food can't be replicated to the point where it can't be sent out with the same ingredients, same flavors that you heat up, if it's not good, then it's not good. I'm sorry. I think it's it's not a one-for-one comparison, but it, it's it's within spitting distance. No, I it's don't close. think what they're serving in the restaurant has freezer burn. Also, how did you how did you prepare and cook the potato skins, Tim? Don't I say. Put them in the microwave. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. Well, I was hungry. I didn't have time to You're put them all, in the stove. It's all... See, I was gonna give him the benefit uh... of the doubt and ask him if he cooked them in the oven or not, which you know, a sensible person bringing stuff home would. Which is also not how you get them at TGI Fridays. They throw them in the fucking deep fryer. No, that's true. That's that's fair enough. Oh, but anyway, man. they definitely don't microwave their. potatoes. They're frozen potato skins. Well, but listen, sometimes you're in a hurry and you put your mic. Your, uh, Is your anyone in that big of a hurry? Or your nachos or your chicken wings or whatever. You put them in the oh, microwave. No, no, done. no. Don't put Can your nachos in question? the microwave. Can I ask a question? Yeah, that's gross too. But he always. You end, up, you end up with the cheese that's not like melted on. It's like. Why are you always. On. Why do you always seem to be in a hurry? Yeah, we've, we've, as we discovered on this, the preview that cuss corner, Tim, Tim spends most of his time standing in lines. <laughs> Because he has so much fucking free time on his hands. He's actually yeah. talking right now, but he's 80 feet away from his computer. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Are you, you get mad at like the lady at the front of the line who has questions when you're just... No, like, no, because no one has more questions than Tim. Yeah, but Tim's got... No, his... I, actually don't, I actually don't mind. Unless I'm like in a real rush, then whatever. Then I'll just like... I, I've got earphones in. I'm listening to whatever. Like, let them take their time. I'm not like... The world doesn't revolve around me. Here's the thing. If you're in such a rush that you have to go to the grocery store to buy potato skins <laughs> from TGI Fridays, and you have such little time that you then have to drive home to microwave them, why wouldn't you just go to, like, McDonald's? No, but, like, I, so I, it's not like I ate them the same day or anything. I bought them because I You thought this I out in advance? By. You thought, hey, that looks good. I don't know where you make that leap to begin with, but. Whoa. I walked down the freezer aisle. I saw them. I'm like, oh, I haven't seen those before. I'm buying them. And I throw them in my shopping cart. And then I put them in my freezer. And then one day I opened up when I was hungry. And I was like, I'll have these. And I didn't want to wait. So I just threw them in the microwave because I was hungry. Do they even have microwave? Like, are they, they're not probably not even supposed to be microwave. Yeah, are there instructions on the bag as here's how you cook them in the microwave? I have no idea. This was yeah, a few the, years ago. I just fired I them in the microwave. Yeah, like I, yeah, no. Some things are, they say like, 
you know, the, the oven is probably better, but if you want the microwave, this is how. I, That's I, like mini pizzas, right? Where they have recommendations. Yeah, oh, no, you can't, you can't, yeah, you can't put mini pizzas in the microwave either. You I get, put those in the oven. You, get, just you, soggy you get soggy in the microwave. Yeah, you get to crisp them up. Yeah, you got to crisp them. I've had them both ways. I'll wait. So I'll wait it out. I am, but if you can wait, they are better. No, they're just like smoking hot and like flimsy when you put them in the... Yeah, they're, they're real soggy. Did you also see Gross. that Tim was out on cookie dough? Who's, I've been out, who's out I've on been cookie on dough? For a long time. I've been out on that for a long time. That seems it's crazy to me. supposed to be cooked. That's why it's called dough, because it's raw. I don't eat raw eggs. You know, I don't eat steak tartare. I oh, whoa, 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 hold on. Food. What's wrong with steak I, tartare? I don't like raw foods. I like foods that are cooked. God so, forbid so that I like... So you're, you're just completely out on sushi, too? I despise sushi. I like. Have you ever had sushi? I have indeed, and did have not you? like it. Yes, have I you have. Actually, because I don't believe. Of course, you. I have. Of course, I have, because I. It's a fad, and everyone was. Everyone goes on about how great sushi it's, is. So it's, is like sushi a fad? <laughs> a fad? Oh yes, it's become a. Okay, well, it seems like to me it's become a fad. Because, and I was like, I like, I like fish. So I said, is I'll that like try Chinese it. food? A fad? No, oh, no. Chinese food is a staple. To you. Sushi is the staple for other people. People love sushi. I get that people love sushi. I cannot stand it. I think it's gross. Uh, I like cooked food. And so cookie dough for me is one of the... When I was growing up, I could never have cookie dough. I'm all all in on cookie dough. It's one of the few things that, like, I will allow myself to really splurge on when it comes to... No, I was... When I I was young, I had to have... I was not allowed to touch the dough. It had to wait till it was cooked. We also found out on this corner that Tim hasn't evolved past the age of six. Whatever he did when he was six, he does now. He has not updated himself with the times whatsoever. That's why he's still wearing like bell bottoms. I think my wardrobe is updated, but I'm very much like a 10 year old man child. Really? You're a father. I know, but like the foods I like, the things I like. Do you and your daughter bond about your similar diets? No, but I'll hit up. I like love being able to hit up that kids menu because she's got all the things I like. My, on it. <laughs> my, my wife still does the kids menu too. She doesn't want a big meal. Yeah, I don't know. Um, What's your go-to McDonald's order? Depends how, like, hungry. Let's say I you're am. hungry. Let's say you just smoked a big fat joint. No, like, I'm really hungry. Yeah, uh, like, you, you demand food right now. You're starving. Like and a, not only are you starving, you're in the mood for McDonald's. What it'd be got? like a 10-nugget meal and a cheeseburger. Okay, I would go 10-nugget meal as well. No pop, because I don't like the, the buns on those cheeseburgers, I, I don't I, know I, I don't where. do. I do, I do the junior chicken. It's the same along with I, I guess side of junior chicken, the ten piece supersized nugget meal, and I'm good to go. Yeah. Sometimes I'll get two junior chickens. So I'm, I'm very specific. For me, it's a McDouble, no ketchup, uh, a McChicken, extra McChicken sauce, a medium fries, and a, uh, a fountain pop with a small fries to eat in the car on the way home. If you sorry, so why didn't you just say a McChicken meal with a double cheeseburger? I guess I don't order it that way. But you just ordered every part of the meal. He's probably ordering them all independently, too, and paying more. I guess that would be a McChicken, uh, Junior Chicken meal, sorry, with a McDouble on the side. Oh, and I used to not get the Junior Chicken. Uh, He said McChicken. Now he gets... Sorry, I meant to say Junior Chicken. Uh, But I didn't used to get the Junior Chicken before. I used to go with two of the crispy chicken wraps but they had to be buffalo ones, and they got rid of the buffalo ones. Cursed. And all they had was ranch ones. Left. And ranch is, of course, a trash uh, dressing. 
uh, th that only can be enjoyed in, by nobody. It's because it's garbage. So I won't eat the ranch ones. And the Chipotle ones are too sweet. And so I'm like, I can't eat the crispy chicken wraps anymore. And so I had to substitute those uh, for uh, for a junior chicken. So, Quick tip to anyone looking to drop like 10 to 15 pounds yeah, real quickly. Cut out McDonald's? No, no, no. McDonald's is fine. Everything in moderation is fine. Yeah. Fountain pop will... Oh kill you well, pop in general pop in general the, yes fountain pop fountain is like Coke five is so good fountain it's the pop, best pop in the fountain, pop is, so fountain pop is disgusting no it's the it's, better it's syrup the and water McDonald's you might so by the way you want to you want to mimic you want to mimic fountain pop at home yeah. pour a can of coke into a glass go hit up aunt jemima and just pour it in <laughs> no i guess that's it. what it is it's like they've liquefied sugar yeah is essential like that's exactly what it is. The, they add yeah. a little bit of water to expand it. Like it's actually calorie wise, it's like five times as worse for you. I would and tell the sugar you content is out of control. McDonald's ketchup, I think, might be the same because it seems like exponentially oh, yeah. well, saltier. Is also but it's a terrible Mc, McDonald's McDonald's sauce, top notch. Oh, the sweet, oh yeah, their the chicken sauce, barbecue, is sweet and sour, even their honey. It, it's all the extra sugar that's in it. But their ketchup their is syrup top syrup that I put on their hotcakes. Man, their syrup is fantastic. What's your go-to breakfast order? Or do you say, screw that, give me the meal? Because you can order breakfast at any time. Have you ever ordered breakfast at any time? Because I haven't. When I like it first when it came first out, came out you were all like gung-ho, like, but yeah, have you ever walked into yeah. McDonald's at like not really. drunk at one o'clock in the morning I did, and be like, like oh, give me time, some hash browns? No, but like I think like the second, like the first time they did it, yada yada. And then I had like a, an egg McMuffin at like three in the afternoon and it tasted like it'd been sitting in the drawer since of course it, had, it had i guarantee you that's how tim likes it though <laughs> so has it been no, sitting like, around for eight so hours I, actually like i have not since that i'm like you know what like i respect what they're trying to do but they're not putting the effort into these products and they're not getting sold enough like at least like the nuggets like they sell enough where that trays they gotta like fresh batch them you know what I'm Their saying? Their hot cakes and sausage are great. I grew up Listen, on Sunday. I've said this to Sid. McDonald's Tim thinks McDonald's is the best pancakes in the world. I said this They're to him so last good. year. But he also loves IHOP, but not for the pancakes. My response to thinking McDonald's have the best pancakes in the world makes me think like you haven't been loved enough. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who loves, like, no, I'm just saying. I don't know. How Someone you... who loves you would cook you better pancakes than Yeah, I. yeah, yeah. We go to a French place for brunch during non-football season because I'm not, oh. I, I'm no brunch on a Sunday morning type man. I, I hate those In fact, places. I have. Oh, man, they're so good. No, but, like, the, you they're see these awful. lines. And the oh, yeah, the, the lines are out of control. Lines. You need to pick the right day to go. But they make excellent blueberry. I mean, you can get crepes or pancakes. I like pancakes, so I get the pancakes. But just like oh. getting blueberry pancakes. We decided they make some sort of like duck mash that you can have with potatoes and ducks too. It's out of this world. The concept of brunch, I absolutely love. But I hate like I lining up and like the whole like. I, I, I don't do scene. lines. Unlike that Tim, is I'm very like, anti-line. I don't go of, to anywhere you know that I mean? has like, a line. In this city where we live. like is it... Yeah, there are places that you can go that have lines. We just don't go there. We go to somewhere okay, else. Good. It's, it's still breakfast when it comes down to it. I I don't need to wait an hour to get in for brunch. I'm hungry now. No. Okay, breakfast well, is breakfast. Lunch is lunch. I don't need the mixture. What's better to you, Burger King or Wendy's? Wendy's. Yeah, it's not, it's close, not even right? close. Like not even close. I hate to admit it, but it but it is Wendy's. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Burger, Burger King. King. Oh, no. Is Burger King the nut low? Yeah, it is. It is the absolute nut low. Okay, we don't have like what I wouldn't even try it. White Castle's apparently like the nuttest low. Yeah, but Tim they are sliders because you used to buy them at Seven Eleven. 
I could pop those in the microwave. That's not going to White Castle. You're you're microwaving frozen they white. They were delicious. Do you think when you go to White Castle, they serve you microwave burgers? I, I very much doubt that. Either way, so you've in, just never been there in Canada. It is the nut low because we don't. It, I mean, I we think, don't have a lot of the lower end fast food chains like that are in America. Yes. That's kind of my it, point. That they worse than Arby's. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I like be, Arby's. I, I don't like Arby's, but if I'm feeling especially bad about myself, I can have an Arby's. I like Arby's. Unfortunately, Get there's big, not big, one. I there don't is take a not, big beef and cheddar over anything that they have. There's not an Arby's within. There's not an Arby's within an hour of us. Also, the problem with Arby's, the reason it's so low in general is like the cheese whiz they put on the burgers, which is just disgusting. And it's oh, gross, I but I think, whiz, I think whiz is one of the more underrated condiments. Oh. That enough oh. places are in putting oh, no, in no, action. No, no, no. There was a burger no, chain. No, 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 there no, was no. a burger chain that. in the states, Fuddruckers, that like you could pump your whiz. Oh, I love that, that shit. Does, no wonder that, everyone's that fat. Sound, in America. That does sound good. <laughs> oh. That's why me and Tim are large, man. We're into I am willing whiz. to assert, though. I think I think Arby's is worse because. Much as I don't like Burger King, I think their Whopper holds up. Nothing else there okay, does. Maybe. Is there I is there a Whopper good enough that you would go to Burger King just to get a Whopper? No, no but if you're asking they, me what's the worst. They like give nuggets away, Pat. Yeah, like, like 10 cents for, for a 20. toonie and shit. Like, That's great. So I wouldn't touch that. Bur- I wouldn't touch so that. Burger- their sauces suck. They can't there's even disguise the like, bad nugget. Their shit there's sauce. There's a bunch of like chain restaurants in a row nearby. And like, so there's Burger King and there's all of them. And Burger King always has ads like, coffee one dollar and the mcdonald's line is long and the tim hortons line is long and there is nobody going through burger king yeah. and like they have big like really good deals like and yet i wonder now now that we're mentioning do you think a and w is worse than no, no. I, 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 actually might be on the higher I, I was gonna end say, of un- fast underrated food. fast food places a and w is on there it seems like they're making an effort to sort of class up be the a higher also, end with how they and advertise Harvey, their and, ingredients. and their, you know what? A and W good breakfast. Yeah, under better Cheap, hash good brown breakfast. too. Um, I saw this as a tease thing. I cannot stand the plastic, I, I, the paper straw. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing oh, my awful. mind. I, I'm gonna get Tim a metal straw for Christmas so he can bring it around with him. He, honestly, maybe because he's you, told us he's hoarding straws. I think about it. Maybe I might have to go to. <laughs> how <laughs> often are you using straws? Not enough. I guess when I but have when they're gone, you'll wish you had more. These I I had A and W, and they're one of these like Earth conscious places. Okay, and they're onto paper straw, and it like evaporates in your in it's your awful. drink. It is it, it, no no. I, I think Harvey's might be lower than uh, Harvey's no. is like a very regionalized Canadian burger yeah. chain. Like that's not on the same level here. Nothing. It's not lower okay. than Burger King. There's not a chance. Okay. All right. But A&W, I think, has done a good rebranding job. Is, is A&W yeah. everywhere? Or is that just They've kind of spent a fortune to show up everywhere, at least in this city. No, is, it, is A&W? No. It's everywhere, like in the world, right? Yes, but they're different. I, I, I could just be Canadian. I have no idea. I think it's mainly No, they Canadian. do exist in the States, but they, they're a different type of chain there. Like, they had an A&W at the Mall of America when we were there. Did and they? I, I, I scoped it out, and like they... <laughs> It seemed like the burgers didn't have the same names as the ones we have here. Like they weren't the, the family burgers. And I can't lie, I can't wait to be in Florida around Christmas because I I need to hit up some of those fast food joints. Like, what, I need Chick Fil A. What would be your Chick Fil A would be? Well, Tim, when I Tim, to, hate, Tim hates Chick Fil A. Yeah, and he also out. hates In and Out because he's an idiot. He's also never been to In and Out. 
Because he doesn't like that other people like it who have been there. So he he hates it. What a weird concept. Oh, I'm hungry. I, you know, if you're going to the South, go to Waffle House. Waffle House is great. The last time, the, the last time Tim and I were at a Waffle House together and I had to go pass out in the parking lot because I <laughs> ate too much. I asked, uh, I'm a big fan of grits. I was trying to get, I, they asked me if I wanted hash browns. They sort of like, it's not like the McDonald's hash browns. Yeah, it's like, like the hash. a potato hash. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, do, do you want the, like the medium, the large or the small? I was like, just give me a small. I don't want much, man. It was like the entire plate full of hash browns. It was ridiculous. Great, great value. Cam would love Waffle House. Man. That was a good conversation. (laughs) Cuss corner. (laughs) So Halloween has become a important part of this show and the sort of connections that this show has made with the fans. Last year, I put out a definitive listing of the best Halloween candy. And I would say of all the lists I put out, that had the, the best in terms of like, SEO value response you, of you, any of you, you still don't quite understand SEO value, do you? It, it b- b- besides having Googled what it actually means, like SEO, you have no idea what it is, do you? It, it had search engine optimization. But then why would you think that your tweet would do well with this? I I, I don't I don't know. But <laughs> it, it, it definitely I think it had the best response rate of any tweet I had. So it did. You I you, you that, did get pretty ratio. That's true. Oh uh, well, whatever. But I figured since this is the last show before uh, uh, before Halloween that we're recording, that I would come up with another Halloween theme list, and it would be uh, the best Halloween themed movies. Now, now, no, hold, people- hold on. I want to go back to the Halloween candy list in case people missed it. The show was bigger than it was one year ago. So, Tim, uh, your definitive rankings, if you would like to update them, of the best candies at Halloween. Coming in, Jeff, at number one, candy corn. Number two, that pumpkin-shaped candy that's a marshmallow (laughs) that people use as doorstops. Also commonly seen as peanuts other time of the year that are Amazing. Okay. Uh, Peeps, number two, or number three, which are not a Halloween candy, just a candy. Uh, But they are when they're jack-o'-lantern-shaped. (laughs) <laughs> Molasses Kiss is number four. Those are sometimes called a Halloween kiss or a witch's kiss. Those things are fan. I had one today uh, after my coffee. Uh, I bought some. They're on sale. Uh, the fact they were on sale before Halloween was actually kind of disconcerting. But anyway, I bought them. I had them. Uh, they're fantastic and good for you. Good for you, are they? Yeah, it's just molasses. It's like not refined sugar in the same way that yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna launch an investigation on the health benefits of molasses kisses <laughs> after this. Cookies and cream, and then everyone's favorite on your best candy list, Tim, raisins. Yeah, I mean, I was in the grocery store last week and saw the the bags of the sun-made uh, raisins in the red boxes, and I thought that's the surest <laughs> sign that Halloween has arrived because people are buying their raisins to give out as gifts. Uh, for for trick-or-treaters look they're great they're healthy they're delicious they don't weigh down your bag as much as other things do so there's a great ratio of deliciousness to weight when you're carrying around your trick-or-treat bag it's they're just they're they're a great treat the gloss sets what with the weighs chocolate. down the bag but the people used to give up the cans of pop do you like the pop but it weighed the bag down what too psychopath much. gave uh, you cans of pop it, it happens it happens or mini sips again they just weigh down the bag too much yeah, you don't want liquids. You don't want to be getting liquids. But you, now you're saying, like, Colossette raisins and stuff like that. That's not what your point was. Your point was, that like, to get, like, the sun kiss little red oh, yeah. box no, no, of no, raisins. Yeah, are not as good. 
What? You don't, want you don't think the chocolate-covered raisins are better than the actual raisins? My goodness. If, ra if raisins <laughs> can compare up to Halloween candy, why aren't you just eating raisins a year long? Which you don't. I do. Hey, you don't. I, I like That's to mix them into my plain yogurt. such a fucking lie. I do. I like to mix a handful into my plain yogurt. Oh, did you know that Tim is eating millennial Icelandic yogurt these days? <laughs> I don't know what makes it millennial. It's been around for a long time. Yeah, millennials love it, though. Millennials and hipsters both love plain, untasty yogurt. I don't just buy the plain one, but yes, I have been buying the plain one. It, it, it's great. I like to put a handful of raisins in the bowl. It's delicious. Jeff, when you wake up in the morning, do you say to yourself, after you get your daughter off, does she go to school yet? Does yeah. She goes well, to school? whatever. Yeah, I guess, but what would you even call? Like preschool? That yeah, kind of thing? Maybe See, before that. You get your daughter off to preschool, and you're thinking, what should I do with my morning? And you're like, you know what I'll do? I'll have some thick Icelandic yogurt, plain. Dump in some raisins, and I'm off it's to a so I, good. I'm kicking off the day. It's delicious. It, he it's also delicious. puts lard into it as well. I do not. So the Icelandic yogurt's really good. Yeah, raisins are great. They're a great Halloween treat. I would encourage you to buy them and give them out of Halloween. Things oh. Tim doesn't like: Sour Patch Kids, little packs oh, of Sour Patch Kids. Flat. Who doesn't Crap. love it? Who doesn't love Sour Patch Kids? I he don't like all Sour, sour Yeah, he hates like Sour Keys. Oh, you know what he wouldn't have loved? Warheads. Remember Warheads? Oh, I didn't like Warheads, no. Too sour oh, for you? Yeah. Why well, I didn't like Rockets or those candy necklaces. Rockets aren't even yeah. sour. Rockets Sometimes are just... Are. No, no, Rockets are not at all. He's talking about sweet tarts. Tarts. Those are sweethearts. Sweet, sweet, sweet tarts are different. Rockets those are, are also right. delicious. I, I believe they call them something else in America. I believe they call them Smarties in America. Smarties are something different in Canada, yeah. but what we call Rockets. Rockets are gross. Though. Yeah, here yeah, Smarties they're, they're are good, better. But they're not sour. Here, yeah, here Smarties are a better version of M&M's. No, that is not true. Would you Would you go that far, Jeff? What do I like better, Smarties or M&M's? I think M&M's. M&M's are way better. Yeah. No. Yeah. Thank you. I like, I'll hit up the store the day after. I would rather get a regular. Oh, yeah, November 1st is a great day. I would rather get a regular bag of chips, non-branded chips, than half the shit on Tim's candy list. Agreed. That's because you have bad taste in Halloween candy. No. I, I mean, from the response that you got from this last year, Tim, you said it's been a big response for you when you put this out. How many people do you think agreed with you on this list? Zero percent? Yeah, it wasn't zero. I have a built-in like four percent support for no matter what. No, those how many how many zero. bot accounts are your is your yeah? So you have support. thirty-seven burner accounts. So take those votes out of the equation. Then you're down like one I would and say a half. it was like eighty-five, fifteen negative. His problem is his basis for this list is like he gets confidence probably from the old people he goes on mall walks with. Yeah, they they these are the his, things that I like. They pump his tires. Tim is the kind of person when when he moves out of his millennial loft that overlooks a lake, which he rails against constantly, yet lives the lifestyle of a hipster millennial. That at least what he claims to be a millennial, which probably isn't true. Either way, when he gets his own house and starts giving out candy, and kids start coming by, his windows are going to be broken, eggs <laughs> everywhere. Like you, you, you will have the house that gets toilet paper. You know that. No, right? I won't give out this stuff. I'll. I'll but the stuff I like the best to keep for me, that's the good stuff. They can have the overrated, uh, you know, the Coffee Crisp bars and the Mars bars and, you know, those Snickers and the O. Henry's. Like, they can have that stuff if they like them. The little bags of cheesies, uh, have at it. I'm keeping the, the candy corn and the little pumpkins and the peeps and the raisins for me. Well, I mean, that would completely flip the entire scenario. It sounds like a great house to go to, giving it all away yeah. the best candy. 
Yeah. Then again, Kit Kats are great, but don't break your Kit Kats and have people be <laughs> civilized. Take a bite out of the corner. <laughs> so what was this list you came up with this time? So top 10 Halloween themed movies. Uh, a lot of people say Christmas has got the best movie. We did a whole show a couple of years ago on Christmas movies, blah, blah, blah. And we came Halloween. to the, and we, what did we come to the conclusion? The Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is the best Halloween, best Christmas movie? That, that was your opinion. Uh, Which it is. One. It's not even controversial. I, it's, that's indisputable. <laughs> Uh, so I think Halloween movies are as good as Christmas movies, if not slightly better. I don't, I don't think they get the credit. But I will say, I think most of the series, for example, Halloween, I don't like pretty much any of them. Or Saw, I don't like pretty much any of them. Do they scare uh, so you too not, much? So none of them are making my list. What? Your number one's so, going to be fucking Ernest Scared Stupid, isn't it? Oh, God. See, now you've ruined it. I was going to start at the worst and get to the best. And now you've just given it away. So now I'll go from top to bottom. <laughs> you're, you're the yeah. most predictable person in the world. So yes, number check out these holes. Number one is Ernest Scared Stupid. It is the most terrifying movie I have ever seen. The first time I saw it, I was legit. Okay, what are you more terrified of? Oh god, are you more terrified of Ernest Scared Stupid or Peacocks? (laughs) I am more afraid of Peacocks. But the first time, and I bet you, I think you say you felt the same way when we talked about this once. That the first time you saw Ernest Scared Stupid was a terrifying experience. Yes. Oh, listen, I absolutely agree with you. Those like little troll things in Ernest Scared Stupid scared the living shit out of me. Also, I was six. Yeah, well, I mean, that's part of the Halloween genre. It's like when you were a young kid, what were the movies that scared you? So anyway, number one, Ernest Scared Stupid. Number two, The Exorcist, classic. Uh, you put wrong. Ernest Scared Stupid over The Exorcist. Yes, I did, in terms of what I think are the best Halloween movies. Number three, Donnie Darko. I think that is a, a very underrated... I think the movie people don't talk about much anymore. But I Do think you know why people of, don't talk about it? Because Donnie Darko, secret terrible movie. Well, maybe, but I think this Halloween, maybe you should pop that in the... Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm never watching movie. Donnie Darko again. You know who loves Donnie Darko? Moron stoners. Uh, it, you know what? It's not a bad movie. No, it's a it's bad movie. Number four, Blair Witch Project. Very, very... Uh, that movie that a lot of people panned when it came out. It wasn't scary, blah, blah, blah. Upon rewatch, it's better than most people think it was. I have it at number four. Number five, Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's a classic. You can't go wrong with it. I mean, it, it just is a, a Halloween movie par excellence. Number six, Scream, the original Scream. Uh, it's it's just about the perfect scary movie. But, number but, Scream, but Scream isn't scary. It's a parody of horror movies. Yeah, but it, in and of itself, it becomes a horror movie. It becomes scary. Yeah, you're right. I, I like uh, Scream, but it's saying like it's like what you're essentially doing outside of The Exorcist, which is legitimately scary. None of these are scary movies. Like Ernest, well, Ernest scared stupid isn't scary. It's scary to children. Okay, I still think it's a terrifying movie. You're also uh, scared of fucking peacocks. You're in Blair Witch Project's the terrifying movie. It's not though. It was at the time when what it came okay. out, like 1998. When yeah, I was like when I was twelve, I was super freaked out by Blair Witch Project. I don't, I still think it's scary. Number seven, the Amityville Horror, but the Michael Bay version—that's the good version. <laughs> Michael, not Bay the other version. one. I, that, I, I feel very strongly. Michael Bay is a very underrated director. He does a great job. <laughs> oh my god, he is. Number eight. Uh, let's see, it's getting dark. Number Are you going to do a Carrie. Transformers movie ranking at no, some point? Number eight is Carrie, but that's the Ryan De Palma, the original version of Carrie. Uh, not Stephen King's best story or book, of course, but one of the very best and one of the most terrifying. Number nine, the Johnny Depp version of Sleepy Hollow, a classic. That's a bad movie. movie. 
eh, you know what? It's pretty good. No, it, it's, it's, it's not. You can't just pass it off these shitty movies as, eh, they're pretty good. They're not I like they're, it. They're, they're bad. 10, number 10, Rosemary's Baby. A classic. Shouldn't horror. Rosemary's Baby be inside the top three in this? No, I, I think it's it's a classic horror film, but I, I'm not putting it above these. But DFL, and I feel very strongly about this, is The Nightmare Before Christmas. That movie is trash. It is. It, it should never have been made. It is not enjoyable. I despise that flick. I will never watch it again. It doesn't even know if it's a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie, which in and of itself is enough reason to throw it out. It's a bad movie. But anyway, that's Soup to Nuts, the, uh, the the definitive ranking of Halloween movies. I can't believe you had Donnie Darko at number four on this list in Nightmare Before Nightmare Before Christmas is dead last. That's a terrible movie. It's not a terrible movie. It's fine. No, it is I don't not. like it as much as others, but it's a fine movie. This list is just horrible. It's not even worth discussing. Cuss corner. <laughs> well, just tell us what you tell the viewers what you told us before we came onto the air. Uh, see, I, I, part of the reason I brought it up before we went on the air so we wouldn't have to talk about it on the show. Uh, to, I got a Christmas card today from a relative who doesn't watch the show, doesn't know anything about the show. And so, you know, I just opened the card and Doug the pug was on the front. And I was just, I was flabbergasted. I can't escape him. Everywhere I turn, <coughs> there's Homer. There's Homer too. <sighs> You got, we got a lot of Doug behind Jeff now, just, uh, just, you know, just to make you mad. I had to spend time at a holiday party defending Tim's intelligence. <laughs> Before coming up to you? Well, because, like, you have friends of mine that, like, watch, they pay attention. And in, like, the samples, or even if you just watching, like, if I retweet, like, stuff that you might have clipped. You mean the clips? The, yeah. the clips are never a good look for anyone besides me, if people haven't realized yet. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> And I'm like, no, like, you know, he's he's got, you know, like he's, you know, got a PhD, like, no. And then, but you just, they go by the things that are put out there. You mean the things that Tim says? They go by that? Yeah, like real basic elementary things. Like the mute button. Like the mute button or Doug the Pug? See, if you were the king of pop culture, Tim, like you claim to be, you would be on Christmas cards. I'll say this, in defense of Tim... I abstained from the poll. We have we have the uh, the one on the I'll say this counter. That's a new thing that people oh. do. They have a drinking game for it now. Okay, <laughs> that'll be the last one. I oh, I, you think so? Huh? I, I abstained on the poll of is he the Tribune of the people or, or a pathological liar? Because I don't think he's either. Pathological liar won sixty seven percent to thirty three percent. I would Those say are your only two choices. I would say Tim polling 33 is like seven times higher than his highest score on a poll. Well, usually if he gets 5% of a poll, he claims that as a win. So is this a big win for you, Tim? I didn't participate in the poll. I only saw the poll vicariously through Jeff. Uh, I, whatever. I, 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 don't, I consider a victory any time that I don't get overwhelmed because – you know, you send all your, your people against me to, to vote down the polls. I don't send anyone. The only thing rigging the polls are your myriad burner accounts. I don't have any burner accounts. Come on, Tim. We, we already know that. I don't have any. I do like that gentle Aquafit's Twitter account has really taken to you. <laughs> I want to be mad at that fake account, but at the same time, it's kind of clever. Cuss corner. <laughs> I would think you should spend your time meditating than buying TGI Friday's potato skins from the frozen section the, of the grocery the freezer store. freezer section, well, as Tim calls it. Don't worry about me ever buying them again because they weren't that good. 
But why would you think that would be indicative of what the restaurant is like? Well, I'm sure they use the same recipes. They use the same ingredients. Yeah, but they do it no, not, not frozen plate, and then recooked. Well, you, you, that's what you think. I I bet you there's a lot more frozen aspect going on to the restaurant. Uh, and you think Chili's doesn't do that? Well, but Chili's stuff, when you eat the frozen stuff, is still excellent. Mm. Whereas the TGI Friday stuff wasn't. Okay, so it sounds like Reusable Metal Straw is still winning this. So, reusable metal straw or vegan eggnog? Oh, my God. What's the main ingredient what? in vegan eggnog? What, what what could it be? Just soy or almond milk? Probably a lot of almond milk. I yeah. actually had some almond milk last night. Disgusting. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah. Almond milk is not good. Ugh. Although, it's funny you mentioned milk. eggnog. So Squeeze it on. I don't know <laughs> if... So, I don't put milk in my coffee. Or cream in my coffee. Yeah, because you're not soft. Everyone knows you can but, only drink coffee one way, black, like the heroes but, of World War II. Do you think that people were in the trenches fighting the Nazis, getting cream and sugar in their coffee? Not a chance. They lived on black coffee and cigarettes. Greatest generation, Gary. They were probably drinking tea, not coffee, but yes. I mean, the Brits were. I'm talking about the Americans here. Fair enough. I don't think an American's ever had a cup of tea in his life. But there's this new trend that I have witnessed of people pouring eggnog into their coffee. That sounds right up your alley. You're a millennial. You love eggnog. And so I tried it. Of course you did. And it's pretty good. I got to say, I didn't think it was going to be. I had very low expectations, but it turned out to be, like, fun. Like, I don't like to put, like, like, it's sort of a fun way to start your day with like one coffee with a little bit of eggnog in it. It was sort of mm. like, like a treat. Cause Connor. <laughs> Tim, were you saying earlier that you're mad that I said, I said that I got a cashier's check and you said you're mad that there's no traveler's checks anymore. Yes. I'm very, uh, listen, I'm, does that, the, does, it, does that trigger you? It sounds like you're it triggered. It doesn't trigger me, but there are a lot of banking institutions that are doing away with traveler's checks. And I think that they are still, a useful tool for travelers who Dude. don't want to have to worry about credit card theft or loss or having it in some way uh, compromised. They don't want to carry around cash that they can carry because, you know, you might have a lot of cash you're bringing on a trip or something. It's a lot easier to bring along traveler's checks everywhere takes them, everywhere cashes them. Uh, to me, I mean, that's the reason that they were invented. That's why they still have practical value. And the fact it, that it, banks- it, it doesn't sound like they have practical value if they're discontinuing them. Why wouldn't you just I use? Do, why wouldn't you just use your credit card? I, I would prefer to use travelers' checks. Why? Go. Why do you I, prefer I to get things that don't give you points? I don't think. Firstly, nowadays there's so much credit card prevention fraud anyway that I mean, if it gets if, compromised, you know, it's no big deal. Because I had a, an incident recently where someone was like buying drones <laughs> on uh, mine and my one of mine and that, my wife's credit card. That was me. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like the the. Um, Response by the bank was so comforting, and they like were yeah. Comforting. Don't like, worry yeah, about it. Exactly. Like, don't worry about it. Well, you know, it's I'm not on you. A trip. I don't Even want to before they did, I, I have so now. Like, I just have the assurance. Like, if you just got to read your statements, you know, lollygag with, with yeah, just, just be on be on top of what's going on. But I got no concerns about that. And travelers' checks are so archaic. Like, Tim also still just writes checks. He goes to the bank to balance his bank book, which is just ludicrous. What a waste. Waste of time. I mean, that's a legit waste of time. You have to deal with those morons at the bank. 
Oh, but God forbid I take my finances seriously. I ha- how dare <laughs> you, I? You, you don't take money. your finances seriously because you still deal in fucking cash. You spend money. If you put it on a card, you get free stuff for using a card. No, and, I, and, and you'd be able to go, boom, boom, boom. Oh, it's done. You can even set up direct payments from your no, phone. See, I don't want to do that. Why don't you want to do it? You'd rather waste your you time bank? by going into Does the bank. Does he have online banking? No, he doesn't yes, trust do. online yes, banking. I do. I do, but I will only do it on my computer. I won't touch it with my phone. Why? What's the difference? I don't trust the apps. I don't trust the, I trust the security of my computer. I'm not comfortable using my phone for that stuff. They can't make me use my phone yet. I don't want to. I'm, not, I'm one of these people. I like to do things the way I was trained, and the way I was trained was a, was the traditional way. And as long as those av- opportunities are available for me, that is what I am going to use. We have a question from the crowd, sir. Yes, what's your question? It's more, it's more of a statement. Can the uh, the guys from the TD Bank commercial? You are, yeah. There is a commercial where two people are complaining that the bank is opened on Sundays. I don't like that either. Why? What's the difference? Because banks don't need to be open on Sundays. Well, some of us actually work, and we can't get to the bank if we ever have to. God forbid you have to go into the bank, which is the single worst experience you can ever I have. I don't mind. Well, you have to deal with all, like, the loser financial planners at the bank and talk to them. If you were really, if you knew what you were doing financially, you wouldn't work for the fucking bank as someone you can talk to as you walk in. Like, well, come that's on. A, that's, a, that's a separate question. That, that's, like, lowest of the low financial planner. That's like, oh, you couldn't graduate from college? Here, you can be a financial planner at the bank. Please sell this policy, and you'll make commission. That's how those idiots work, so don't trust them for a second. But the people at the bank are just the worst. The absolute worst people to deal with. All they're trying to do is rook you. And banks in general will try to do that, but at least you don't have to talk to them if you use the online banking. And you can make stuff way more efficient for yourself. You don't need to go in and imagine waiting in a line. People are lined up today in Canada. Yeah, but Tim probably loves Tim, the line. What do you like, mean doing in line? Tim has all this. Like Tim has all this time in the world just to wait around. To the old lady in front of him and the old guy behind him. Yeah, when there are some times you have to go to the bank. Agreed. For what? what, what Getting like American. No, no, no. I, I, I agree. There are sometimes you have to go to the bank. I'm curious to see what Tim thinks those times are. Well, for example, I can't take a picture of the change I rolled and have that added to my bank account. I have to go <laughs> to the bank with my roll change, for example. <laughs> you know, this newfangled thing of, oh, well, I can take a picture of my check and then it'll upload it into my account. Well, you what? can't do that with rolls and change. <laughs> Imagine having change. I just assumed you spent all your change on lottery tickets. I'm just picturing no. him rolling it. Like, at home before he oh, the, ro- ro- Rolling change is a real it. minus EV move. You're a legitimate poor if you roll change. Minus EV well, plus EV. Yeah, why wouldn't you just use that change for scratch Because tickets? they take a cut. Who takes the cut? <laughs> the machines that roll them for you. No, he said, why just use it to go buy stuff at the store? Well, I want to deposit it into my account. I spent that time rolling. It's, there's a satisfaction I get from rolling a certain amount of money in the change. And then I want to take that money and I want to deposit it into my bank account. There's a, I enjoy it. It's relaxing for me on a Saturday afternoon when things are quiet to put on a podcast and uh, just roll some change if I've got a bunch. I think that that is that, you know what? I don't mind that. I, it might be tedious or whatever, but I find it sort of therapeutic. It's just relaxing. It's to call it a minus EV play is to denigrate that there's actual value sometimes and just there's enjoying not. a little no, task. No, no, no. What, what, sort, what sort of change are you rolling? Are you rolling a bunch of nickels? Nickels, dimes, yeah. Oh, my God. Think about the time you're wasting. It's not a waste. My, 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 my time is far more valuable than that. I hate to tell you. On a Saturday afternoon when I'm just at home relaxing, I find it to be relaxing. You don't have to do it. 
but you have a lot of weird preferences we all do i mean that's that's super weird that's like something that my not my not my grandma wouldn't even do that because she actually uses online banking on her phone and doesn't really care about change anymore but like my I great like my great great grandmother might do something like that maybe i like to roll change so that's something you gotta take to the bank you I mean you don't need to take it to the bank you can put it in one of those machines I mean, I you've don't, you've don't, already you've already wasted your own time rolling it. What's the difference if the machine takes a ten percent cut? I do not trust that one bit. I will go to the teller. Thank you kindly. You trust the teller? They're a bunch of morons. No, no. But then I'm talking to a person again. When it comes to banking, I'm old fashioned. You know, if I need to go to my safe deposit box, then I go to the bank. What if do, I need, to if you're someone who rolls change, what could you possibly have in a safety deposit box? I'm trying to go like a real like old timey watch. He doesn't have an old-timey watch. He would have like, sold yeah. it by now. He's, he's, he's scrounging for change. I'm not scrounging. It I sounds like you spent all your money on lottery I tickets. Have, I have a Quality Street tin that I throw my extra change in at the end of the day. Where are you getting all this extra? Just stop using cash. But this, this comes from the thing, too. Like, there's a bunch How of How much change does it... Like, you see X amount of change. What is Like, what does it take you to roll? Like, how much change is, is usually I got to figure there? I should have at least $100 worth of change before I start rolling. How long is it? Where are you getting all this change from? Well, it builds up over months. Imagine not using your credit card points. Yeah, most people don't. Yeah, because most people are idiots, Tim. We why continuously tell you. Use, you can get free stuff. Why not just use the change? <laughs> yeah, that, that, also that. If you're going to be paying in cash anyway, also, why not like, just use the change? To, to put it in perspective, in Canada, we have like $2 coins. Yeah, and we don't, and and we don't have pennies. Coins. What am I going to do with all my dimes? Oh, not having pennies. Let's not even go down that road. Uh, but like, not have like, what do we do with a handful of dimes? Slam them on the table this and is ask it. for my Pauline ticket? Like, come on. Yeah, that's exactly what you do. I mean, you can roll it up and give it to them. They'll take your word for it. Do you know why? Because they want to fucking count change. Then dimes are tough. It's 50 of those per roll. So there's a whole bunch, like, around here, there's a whole bunch of places that don't take cash. Like, it's just weird. It's cardinal. It's not weird. They don't want to deal with cash. I'm surprised that that's even legal, to be perfectly frank. But the amount of Tims who are in there, like, getting, be be, being upset. triggered. And cash they, is legal tender. And, and, you have no right to deny my cash. They don't it's take it. Tender. They don't take it. You, don't, you, you I don't cannot use it at these places. So you have Tim in there freaking out. Well, they're serving, like, millions of people per second. Like, by the time he's done his freak out, they've already served it. Serve okay. people yeah, like yeah, eight yeah. times. You just go up, touch your card, boom, you're yeah, good to go. Yeah, I yeah. have a right to pay for things at the legal tender. I will quote what the person from behind the counter told the man who was freaking out earlier when I got my soup. Who uses cash? Yeah, again, what an obnoxious, elitist attitude. It shows the disconnect between the real country and real, like, average everyday citizens and the urbane elites who buy their puppuccinos for their dogs at Starbucks with their, uh, with their, uh, Amex black card while the you know it's just it, it's that is exactly the sorts of attitudes that annoy uh, people like me you mean people who are bad at financial planning and don't take advantage of free things I, I take advantage of you don't you, you if you did you'd be using your credit card for every single purchase I am fine but you don't but you don't do you we're, we're so you're, you're throwing card. you're throwing away money is what you're I will doing. never purchase a one dollar and fifty cents. Purchase everything. Card. It's just purchase everything with your credit card. Tim couldn't figure out how to use PayPal. I still don't quite. I've understand. had some bad. He turned PayPal down. Eggs. He turned down getting money because PayPal was too complicated <laughs> to sign up okay. for. I'll say this: I've had issues with PayPal, but once they like 
need stuff confirmed. They're annoying. But I know... You mean to verify who you are? Yeah. Like, I just had a whole, like, thing. Because my addresses didn't match. Because, like... It was just annoying. I get it from their end. So it's a security. Thing. Sorry, yeah, different than like Tim's not knowing how to like log in, sign up, get a password, hit accept, find your money, and then transfer it to your bank account. Yeah, super easy stuff. No, once I'm through my PayPal, like hell, it's actually a fantastic service. No, it's, it's super service. efficient. Great for, for buying stuff online, all, too. All sorts of things. Well, it's great protection online, so the stuff's not coming from your credit card or anything like that, but you can put your credit card on it. Still get them points. There's a way, too, that you can pay a service to pay your mortgage by credit card. That's super sneaky. That's Boku points. Idea. What's that? Sounds like a terrible idea. But why, why, why is that a terrible idea? Please explain that to me. Because you might have the money to pay off your mortgage with a credit card, but I fear too many people would not. Oh, yeah. It, it yeah. just seems like a terribly... Yeah. Also, like a also, not my problem. I can, I'm not I, I can, your problem. I can I'm recoup... I can basically but get I'm thinking free, about the people. I can basically get a free flight every two months by paying my mortgage by credit card. I understand that you could, but I feel like the greater good would be served by that not being allowed. Tim doesn't want people to have free things. I do, but I must just, I just think that that the opportunities for avarice and greed uh, would be too great. And so I would uh, think that perhaps what apps are on your phone. Not many. (laughs) Can, Can you look at your phone and tell us? I have the podcast app, which comes with it. Which ones that don't come with the iPhone do you have? Twitter, of course, because, you know, I'm hilarious. Uh, the Score app. Uh, Snapchat. Uh, I just... Oh, we, 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 have another, we have another question from the audience. Yes, sir. Hey, send it. He, oh, yeah. Tim doesn't know how to do... No. Tim, do you know how to do the screen grab of your phone yet? I can do screen grabs of photos, but you... We mean screen grabs of my screen? Yeah. Why would I do... I guess you could. I'm not doing that. No, send us one. Send us a screen grab of your phone right now. Text it to me, and I can tell you. I can read off the apps. No, I'm not going to do that. Do you know how to? Don't worry about it. I have like that snake versus block game, which I'm really good at. Uh, I have Shazam. He just found uh, out what Shazam was. Well, like a couple months ago. A couple months ago, he found out about Shazam. I have that Zoom app that doesn't work. Uh, and that is, and fantasy and weather, and that's it. That's what I got. Weather comes with it. So you have like three apps. That's enough. Good God. Oh, and YouTube. And YouTube. Which might come be auto. On. I don't know if it is or not. I think it's because it's a Google product, so it's probably on Android phones. He has an iPhone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Either way, you can make your life so much more efficient. Well, maybe, but I mean, it's about- no, it's like, it's like exponentially. You could cut oh, out. I, I bet, I bet you, I could cut out twenty wasted hours of your week, and then you'd be able to run at maximum efficiency, like I do. I, I'm not too concerned about maximum efficiency. I think Why? that's the wrong way to look at things. No, you, I think it's a, you're, you're not. Makes- you're, you're not making the most out of what you're doing. Well, but I think that's a very mechanical and ultimately flawed way to think about your time. I, I think. The way you should approach it is what makes you happy? What are you comfortable doing? And at what pace do you want to move at? Not all of us want to move at SST pace. I mean, that's, I, I think that's perhaps where we could end this little conversation is that sometimes maximum efficiency and speed is a bad thing. I mean, the Concorde jet was the fastest and most efficient way to travel uh, you know, that mankind has ever devised. And we have gotten, we got rid of it 15 years ago and it's never, ever coming back because we had the, the pace had outstripped uh, the safety and the comfort and the intelligence 
of why we ought to travel uh, the way we, we travel in a, in a slower, less efficient way than we did 20 years ago uh, when it comes to not having a Concorde jet or supersonic travel. And it's because we were just moving too fast. We were moving, we we're too much about efficiency of time that sometimes you have to slow down, take a step back and do what you're comfortable doing. And uh, that's him. what, that's the way I will take it. He's the best. Well, he just wants everything to go back to the 1700s. He just, he wants to live when in a world, he to, wants to live in a world where people can still die of scurvy. When you go to the dentist and they got to do some work, are you like, you don't want your mouth frozen? You're just like, do you have any like cocaine lying around? You can just rub on my gum. Cause I don't want like- <laughs> No, this- Tim is in an era before. Dental services even exist. He he, just lets them rot right out. Does Tim, like, I can imagine it's like a bitter freezing night and Tim is like, screw the heat. Like, he's just logging a fire. Because the heater, you know, that's like a too modern. Do you think Tim could be trusted by managing a fire? Are you kidding me? Oh, he lives by the lake. He lives on a lake. I assume he knows how to do a fire. Not allowed to be around fire. That would just lead to him being on fire. I, I'm an indoorsman. He's very proud yeah, of his Yeah, but the fireplace like indoors. Tim's dad. Yeah, once I mean, I've, put, I've, I've, run, I've helped him run, manage and run those before. Yeah, I, he's handed logs to people who have built the fire. Tim's dad tried to get him on Canada's worst handyman. He's <laughs> <laughs> close, too. He almost got on. He was too bad for the show. They were like, ah, this guy's putting it on. Cuss corner. <laughs> Tim, I believe you have a list for us. I do. Uh, you know, one of the things that's been flying around the Twitters this week has been commentary about how Thanksgiving is the best holiday of all. And so I thought, well, I have a forum to weigh in. I think the best thing to do here, rather than give just a Thanksgiving-centric list, which, you know, you could do that, but it wouldn't be as creative as giving out to enter into the zeitgeist of people talking about the greatest holidays, is to give a definitive list of the best holidays. So, so that's what I proposed to do. So I, 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 when I shot the notes to Tim earlier, I asked him if he had a list. And he said, is it Thanksgiving related? Yes. I was like, why don't you just rank the best holidays? Oh, yes, I can do that. Maybe that's better. <laughs> yeah. And that, now, now he's passing off I, like. You know what? I'm kind of intrigued. But it has been floating around Twitter. So when you mentioned it, I was I'm like, intrigued. that makes a lot of sense. I have takes. So Jeff is going to give his list first. Number one, Purim. Oh, my list. <laughs> Listen, do you know why? <laughs> I don't it's know. Good movie. Home for Porum? Home for Porum. <laughs> You've never seen Home for Porum? I don't know. I'm only familiar with Home for Sukkot. <laughs> Uh, so maybe at some point, maybe during the first week of Hanukkah, we can get the best Jewish holiday ranking. Uh, it sucks. You now, do you include Jewish holidays in a best holiday ranking list? Because it's not an official day off for most people. It's just an added day off for Jewish people. Well, that's the thing, and I I worked with Gabe and Cam. Most people who watch the show and, will be and me. Well, and you, but even before we all worked together, worked with them somewhere else, and they were relent like they brought it over to the other places we worked, and but, then and then they got to yeah. meet me, who is you're taking off Thanksgiving. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. We work in media. We work every day. They were relentless on. Not like mean spirited, but like, yeah, how us Jews, you know, we find a way to finagle many systems <laughs> and the holiday system we have down pat because we get our own holiday offs, which everyone else will still be at work. And then because you guys are the global brand, we also get your holiday offs as well. Eight. So we've 
perfectly orchestrated this plan. Before Paul Shag stepped in, Adam Rapkowski used to produce the show, and he had it all figured out. <laughs> I, I bet. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows A-Rap. A-Rap is a good man. So what he would do is, because you know, he didn't have a ton going on. He never went home for like... They didn't have family and stuff in no, town. No, so you'd just be in town. So he used to work all the holidays and get like triple pay. And then just take the regular holidays off. Oh, he just he just he had it. So like it would be like we would be. But you don't get triple play to work the Jewish holidays. No, no, we'd be on like Christmas. Everyone would be off because and like one or two people needed to be at the office to like run the station. Arap would go in and just work twelve hours at like super high pay. Yeah, I'm sure you had it figured out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Listen, Jewish holidays got nothing on what you you guys have fun. We were we were boring. There's a lot of fasting. No. There's uh, one of them that's a fast. There's one that's a fast, and then there's one where, like, you can't have any, like, leavened bread, which is pretty freaking annoying. Does that mean that you have to have, like, flatbread? It's like the matzah. It's Passover. Okay. Yeah, but lamb is fantastic, and you get to have that at the Passover, so. You can lamb jealous of Passover. Any time. Anyway. Hey, you can really have that any day you want. And, and let's, let's, I'm interested. I'm excited for this, uh, for this list. All right, let's hear it, Tim. Best to worst or worst to best? Best to worst, with gaps. Oh, and there are two gaps. So first, New Year's Day, best day of the year, best holiday of the year. You're off, tons of football. It's a day where you don't have to go out and do anything if you don't want to because you can recover from the night before so you can rest. There's tons of great games on. Uh, you know, there's no like special parties unless you go to the New Year's Eve levies. If you're that type of person, you can get up early in the morning, go to the levies and get free food and free drinks. And those are fun if you're into that. Otherwise, you'd stay home. You get to watch the Rose Bowl, the Sugar Bowl. You know, there's uh, sometimes there's NFL games on if it's on a Sunday. It, it's just that there's no obligations on you and it's a day off of rest. And it's also like the day you can enjoy the holiday season because it's like the last day. It's like the, the capstone of the, the Christmas holidays. And it's like the only real stress-free holiday day because you know it's all over. Best not, holiday of the year, no doubt. But you're like, you gotta go like back to work after a nice break. That's okay though. But this is the like the last day. You get to enjoy and relish this last day. Uh, you didn't mention like the winter classic. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, Tim, the winter classic. <laughs> you forgot that, you know. Yeah. How did that <laughs> slip my mind? Oops. Number yeah, two. That, that winter classic. Number two is Halloween. That's Halloween not even a holiday. Yes, it is. Well, you, you, celebrate, you don't get a day dinner. off for Halloween. Oh, these have to be day off holidays? Oh. just day off. It means holiday. Now, I'm not yeah. including like the stupid little holidays like, you know, Cat's Day or like... What do you onion. have against Cat's Day? Exactly. Or, Tim like, would rather you know, drown cats than celebrate Cat's Day. I, I love cats. But just I'm saying, I'm not including the, those. Anyway, so number two is Halloween because of all the best candy. And it's the fall, which is the best season. The World Series is taking place over the, the Halloween weekend now. So that's great. There's parties. It's fun. Halloween is number two. Okay. Number three is Thanksgiving. Again, it's in the fall, the best time of year. Football, food. If you're in the United States, you get the Thursday and the Friday and the Saturday and the Sunday off. So you get the super long weekend. Here, you only get the Monday off. So you get a long weekend. Uh, you know, turkey dinner is great. Football is great. It's a great time of year. It's, uh, you know, it, it, again, it's there are obligations on you, but... I guess one of the nice things about it for some people is that did it for people who aren't religious anyway, it's not a religious holiday for them. So it's just a, a family holiday where you celebrate the good things that you've been given. So that's great. Uh, number four is mother's day. Mother's day is a great holiday. 
chance for you to say thank you to your mother if you can and maybe take her out to dinner or buy her flowers. I have a question. What if you don't like your mother? Well, I mean, sure, but I mean, and, you and then might not and like- then you get crappy players championship instead of Father's Day. Well, that will be the, the US case Open. more. Now you'll get the PGA Championship. Still prefer the US Open. Sure, and Father's Day is coming on the list. So that those to me that's the, the top cut. Those are the top 4 holidays. How as someone that doesn't get to experience it, Where's Christmas? Is like Christmas and things. I mean, yeah, Christmas is just the best. No, it, it, see, it isn't. We'll, Jews, we'll it's a real thing for Jews that like envy Christmas. I get that, and we're going to come on to it because after the gap is Easter. Easter is again great. Easter better for than us, Christmas. Easter, get you get two days off. You get the Good Friday off, and if in some places, then we get Easter Monday off as well. Uh, ham is better than turkey. Ham Easter is a great meal. Monday. So a ham dinner is fantastic. Imagine getting Easter Monday off. Come okay. on. Anyway, places where you work. The most unproductive Scal- places on earth. Scal- you get scalloped potatoes. It's also, as a rule, uh, the Final Four is wrapping up around then. Sometimes the Masters is taking place through Easter quite a bit. Uh, so there's a lot to recommend Easter. It's spring. It's a nice time of year. Uh, I-, I-, I thoroughly enjoy it. Then it's Christmas. Listen, the problem with Christmas and why we've got it ranked so low is that now we start the season in mid-November. And it just drags on until the end of December. You know, I, 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 when I was younger, I don't remember Christmas really getting into gear until like into December. Now it's definitely starting some places the first of November, other places after what we have as Remembrance Day here. In, it, it depends on where. But anyway, Christmas season just drags on too long. There's a ton of obligations, the shopping uh, you know, the various family events you have to go to. It's a rushed season. I mean, it's a great time of year. Get to see people who come home or people from away. There's lots that recommend Christmas, and I get it. The food is great. The celebrations are great. But it's just there's, it's just so long, and it's exhausting. And you know, a lot of people by Christmas Eve are just tired out. And so, like, that has to matter in a ranking of lists. All right, is there any other? Uh, Do you have another gap? Oh, I have no, I have several more holidays, but no, a gap is coming in. Okay, you just fire through these. Independence Day slash Canada Day. It's in the summer, which is a terrible time of year, but it's a day off. You get to celebrate your country, so great. Labor Day, again, you get like the formal end of summer. You get the day off. It's relaxing. That's great. Father's Day, like Mother's Day, you can say thank you to your father and spend time if, you, if you're able to. Plus, the U.S. Open is on. Great time of year. Uh, and then I have Valentine's Day. Again, you know, there's a lot to recommend Valentine's Day. There's good food, too. So then there's a gap. Then there's the four worst holidays. You can put them in any order you want, but I'm going to put them in this order. Fourth worst, St. Patrick's Day. So dumb. million people pretending that they're Irish who aren't Irish, who drink, make noise, cause trouble, don't like it. You mean Bam. have fun. People, are, people, you, are out ha- people are out having fun, and that just bothers you. That is not fun. It's really that just, is just young rowdiness. people, right? Yeah. Or just people who yeah, want to get loaded at rowdy. noon on a Thursday or whatever it's rowdy, day it falls and I, rowdy, and I don't I know, care for something it. something you and, celebrate in college. Yeah. yeah St. Well, Patrick's Day is fun. No, it isn't. Not for Tim, because uh, people bully him when he gets when they get a few drinks into them. April then, Fool's Day. Stupid. <laughs> Someone got pranked a lot. <laughs> Actually, Second, for, for it to even make the list. I have, yeah, go ahead. No, I mean the Second. fact that April Fools makes the list. Like it's yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's dumb, and I don't like it. And maybe I have been pranked. That's like that. Cat's Day. Like what, it's not what a is, real what, thing. What, what is the worst prank someone has done to you on April Fools, Tim? Uh, I, I, I'm going to postpone that question. No, no, no. Answer the question. 
We need a reason for it to just do A, be on this list in general, but B, to be this low. When I was younger, I once was convinced by somebody that the date that the date was wrong, like the, the current date was wrong, and I hadn't submitted a project that was due in school, and I had a complete freakout because I'd never missed a project before because I never late. So he's a things. grown man, and someone told like was able. To I was tell a grown man. I was like, this is like junior high. You're yeah, you're, you're old enough to comprehend the calendar and like old enough to write people, like an essay. But like multiple people told me, no, 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 that's not what that, that was yesterday. You were mistaken on the date, and I, I was, I was sure. And like I, I, I skipped recess and lunch, feverishly trying to write a project and get it in. And like, I got it in. It's like this. I don't understand. You couldn't check the date. I didn't, we didn't have a cell phone back in those days. I didn't know what. There's no like. There's no. I, I, there's no way for me to check the date. Even on. like at school, didn't the teacher write the date in like the top right hand corner of the chalkboard? No, I don't remember. No, and like everyone, like multiple people kept telling me that the the day was. Oh, it's the second of April. You missed it. And I like freaked I, out about it and like had to like write this project and like like throw it together. And I was very unhappy. And I submitted it and I was told, oh no, act anyway. <laughs> an awful day lots of people get pranked i don't like it that's Let's not even on. a good prank that just makes you seem like a, an idiot to <laughs> like, hey, like is that a good prank or is, like who could fall for that well you well, want your, okay. here's a better april fool's day also prank. like we, we have a friend who's deadly afraid of clowns so we bought a clown costume for one of our friends and hit him in the trunk of my car and asked good. my other friend to go get it out and he almost had a heart attack. yeah see that's, that's a good prank. yeah see that's a prank tim's is like firstly this guy is so I imagine his entire life he's been so diligent. So let's just say this project was due on, like, a Wednesday. Tim would have known on Tuesday night he was watching, like, the Tuesday night CBS lineup. So uh, how could he not correlate? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I watched CSI Las Vegas last night, and that airs on Tuesday. So this is for sure Wednesday. Yeah. So it was just called CSI. It was in Las Vegas, but it was called CSI. I'm not called that. Let's get our facts straight. Uh, anyway, second worst is New Year's Eve. Even though New Year's Day is the best, New Year's Eve is awful. It's a bunch, it's you know they say it's a night, it's an amateur night where people go out and drink, and it's just I don't know. There's it's arbitrary. They have to set to midnight for New Year's Eve. Blah blah blah. I don't know. I just don't care for it. The worst day is Earth Day. That's dead last. Absolutely dead last. But isn't because it's the only one with a political message that you know oh, you got to turn the lights all off. It's set between seven o'clock and eight o'clock conserve energy and all that nonsense like come on like the earth doesn't need a day to celebrate itself it's not a sentient creature uh you know it's just a it just annoys me and i don't like it i think new year's eve i would not put it near the top of the list i definitely have it over new year's day is number one which i no, new year's day is the best best day of the year i mean you're just i mean based on this list you're just is lazy it, hold on you're though. just lazy and want to eat candy there's That's a big, there's a big contradiction here, and I'm, but, I'm but, getting handsy. But New Year's is that how could New Year's Day be number New Year's Day being number one is de facto because you had such a great time on New Year's Eve and you just get a lounge all day watching sports, doing nothing, right? I, like, I don't want to make the case that New Year's Eve is great because it's not, but it's, it's great. Overrated. It's great once every four years. That's about the ratio to great New Year's Eve. Yeah, like, sure. Eh, New Year's Eve. But my point being is how could New Year's Day be number one if you had a sh like yeah, if you had didn't a really such do a terrible any. Time like, like if you went to bed at ten forty-five on New Year's Eve, like what? Who cares about New well, Year's Eve? It's the day? day that Tim can hang out with everyone else when they feel like being just as lazy as him, because they're all hungover, and Tim is just all well, gung ho no, no, to no, watch no. some bowl games. Yeah, New Year's Day is lazy. Like you gotta just be home watching. Agreed, but I mean, what, why does that make it any different than like a Saturday? 
because it's all the best games and everybody's off and like i don't know i just really enjoyed the day and i said it's like the capstone of the holiday i also think you lose like adding like even i mean your case for april fools is weird but april fools day and like earth day aren't even real things yeah that's like your cat day like when i like the twitter's like it's like grilled cheese day or like some (laughs) national like pancake day or something well that's an actual day like that yeah how come come ash wednesday didn't make this list well it's not a holiday in the same way i didn't include memorial day or remembrance day because those aren't holidays and like you're such a versed man of the people like there's no i don't know like there's no easter is the absolute nut low by the way i don't agree easter sucks as someone who grew up catholic and had to be dragged to the fucking church for throwing sprinkling water on you it's like three hours long go fuck yourself I, I like that. But for me, how do you like that? Is literally the longest, most boring church day of the year. For me, at least like where I was, like people got enough of Christmas mass, so they like sped it up. It's like here's it's like half an hour. Let's go. But for a man of the people, he didn't really include any other religions. Yeah, of course not. There's I didn't only, really there's include one any religion. religion. Too. I didn't yeah. include any specific religion. Just you, public holidays. You, you have religion. Easter. That's a public holiday. That's why Christmas. That's a public holiday. But these are religious holidays. But they're also public government holidays. Like, well, then, de- then like, you have to include Memorial Day. That's why I didn't include like Ash Wednesday or Shrove Tuesday. Well, no, Memorial Day and Remembrance Day are not holidays. They are. You get they're them off. Dates of commemoration where we remember we the day. It's not a day to celebrate. Yeah. Right? It's not a day to celebrate. It's a day to be somber and remember the day. Feel like people have like big like. I would say Memorial Day would be near the top of this list. Because it's like the beginning of really nice weather. People go away that weekend. It's the first opportunity. It's like our May 2-4 weekend, Yeah, it's it's around the same time. So it's like an opportunity to get out of the house for the first time and like go camping or go see relatives when it's nice out. You you can put the summer tires back on the car. I would say that people enjoy that holiday almost more than any other. You could be onto something. I know in Canada, May 2-4 weekend, Victoria Day, people are all about that. Oh, it's big. Victoria Day is also not... Memorial you day you have Earth Day on this list. <laughs> yeah, but like Victoria Day, or sorry. That's a Memorial legitimate day. holiday that people get off. Memorial Day is their Remembrance Day. It's supposed to be a solemn date of commemorating those who've died in war for their country. I thought that was uh, Veterans day. day. No, that Veterans Day is for veterans. Uh, you know, Memorial Day is in, in, memorial to remember the people who were killed, uh, sacrificing themselves for their country. That's why I, I don't see it as a celebration. I, I see it as a, a somber commemoration for those who have died. Victoria Day is not that. It's a celebration of the sovereign's birthday. So that's why we celebrate it. It does seem to me that when Memorial Day approaches, people just talk about, hey, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to travel to go do this. It seems like an uh, up, get up an atom type yeah. of holiday. Sure, it's the Indy 500 weekend. Like, no, no, we well, well stop the presses. The Indy 500 weekend. Tim just likes I it because he loves milk so much. No, I really don't like milk. Indy 500. We want you to fucking include the Winter Classic. Scroll back in time and put in the Winter Classic. I'm not over how your entire class was essentially able to tell you (laughs) that it was a different day. Yeah, there was no calendar on the wall? I don't want to get And you wouldn't even ask the teacher. I just... Panic. So you okay. just like ran off like Miss Lunch, Miss Recess, and just went to the yeah, library writing like an essay. I was like, now that I think of it, it's probably like grade three or grade four. Like I mean, it was in elementary school. Oh, now, now he's backing it up. <laughs> well, I just to say, try to save some face. Yeah, it just seemed a little egregious for anyone. Like, I just remember it, and I just 
don't remember it fondly. And like I've seen other people pull pranks. I just think it's dumb and juvenile. Like I and had, uh, I don't like it. I sat on a tack on April Fool's Day, like grade school. That hurt. That's violent. Yeah. It is. See, what would you put at number one on this list, Jeff? Christmas. Yeah, I think I would have Christmas. But I have like too. Christmas envy. I just like Christmas time. You get a couple days off. Now, like, like everything that he's but also like about with he's New like, Year's Day. But like, also, like, his that, thing Christmas. of Christmas and how, like, extends out. Like, yeah, I, I even as a non-Christmas person, that's annoying. But I would just sort of, like, to me, it's like the 18th to, like, the 25th. Like, Christmas. Yeah. I'm that, not, like, it's thinking, like a week. Yeah. But people aren't, like, they're working, like, quarter days. You know, he's talking about, like, you know, commercials. That yeah. started like on TV or a pamphlet he got in the or mail. the Starbucks like, stuff that I see everywhere. Yeah. All the, so, all the stuff, all the stuff that triggers Tim. It's Except just a very, it's, it's an it's an extra triggered time of the year. Except for those new juniper lattes for Christmas, those and, are fantastic. And I would say New Year's Eve probably better than Halloween. Halloween parties are kind of a hassle. No, New Year's Eve crushes Halloween in terms That's of getting crunked. No, sorry, I'm pro Halloween. Oh, like in terms of the best party night, to me, Halloween's the really. You prefer Halloween, even even at our age. A more fun, yeah. I would say Thank when you. I was 20, Halloween was far more fun. Now it's not. No, New so Year's much Eve fun. like sucks. It's like one in four. Is yeah, one in right. four. But like, how many great Halloween parties do you go to? I just me and like my group of friends. That is sort of like, you know, everyone's sort of around because people are away for the holidays or out of town. That's sort of like the one like real for Halloween. Yeah. People are back at Halloween? No, I mean, at New Year's Eve, like, yeah, a lot of... back. No, I have a lot of friends that are still away. Better. Or a lot of people are still away. Halloween, everyone's sort of he- get crunked that weekend. It's a good time. Cuss corner. <laughs> I bought a scratch ticket the other day oh for the God. first time in, like, 10 oh years. God. How, low are, those... how low it are was you? One of those... Well, I was home by myself on Saturday night, and so I didn't have nothing to do. And you bought a scratch ticket. That's entertainment. Oh, man. Oh, yes. I bought one of those crossword puzzles, scratch tickets. Just rent a pay-per-view movie. You you reveal the letter, and then you scratch off the corresponding letter in the crossword puzzles. And I didn't win, but it took like 15 or 20 minutes. And so then I bought another one on Sunday. Oh. Because it was so much fun (laughs) that I wanted to play it again. And then I... Then I bought one on Monday, <laughs> and so I, you're you're you know, I, Tim. <laughs> you need to phone one eight hundred Gambler <laughs> due to your massive scratch ticket. Oh my god! I have to admit, have you I, won I didn't one buy yet? One. No, I haven't bought one. I haven't won on one yet. You no, know what he's going to turn I, into? He's going to turn into the guy who's like, give me five scratch tickets. And then he like scratches like the like the indicator oh, bar out of yeah, the bottom. Yeah. Run it through. See if I won. <laughs> That's going to be you. Next thing you're going to be at no. the bar playing fucking VLTs on your lunch break. Like, I haven't bought one the last couple of days, but I was kind of thinking about buying one today. You know what? They're not the, you know, I've spent $5 on, on worse. I wish I hadn't told this story. Cuss corner. <laughs> you should buy one of those like packs that have like, uh... really, eh, Tim? Back on Well, there? one. I bought one two Sundays ago when I was picking up my pro lines. And I ended up uh-huh. winning 20 bucks on it. Hey, so. Good for you. Listen, you, by he the way. He is a pro scratch I'll just, ticket player. I want to talk about this because you cut it. You need to cut it. Because you cut it and you've already teased it. You you are crazy 
when you think like your grocer's freezer is the <laughs> restaurant, man. That, that that's in the cuss corner. <laughs> yeah, I saw you cut that preview clip out. Sorties, people, for Christmas Day is coming. You're you're nuts. But that's how he's judging TGI Fridays is based on their potato skins that he found at the grocery store in the what he calls the freezer section. I'm not here that's to defend. I'm not here to defend Fridays. I'm not here to do that either. But. No, it, Fridays doesn't need to be defended. It's not good. Yeah. But to judge it that way seems very disingenuous. If the food can't be replicated to the point where it can't be sent out with the same ingredients, same flavors that you heat up, if it's not good, then it's not good. I'm sorry. I think it's it's not a one-for-one one comparison, but it, it's it's within spitting distance. No, I it's don't close. think what they're serving in the restaurant has freezer burn. Also, how did you how did you prepare and cook the potato skins, Tim? Don't I say. Put them in the microwave. Oh God! And, <laughs> like, come on. Well, I was hungry. I didn't have time to You're put them all, in the stove. It's all... See, I was going to give him the benefit uh... of the doubt and ask him if he cooked them in the oven or not, which you know, a sensible person bringing stuff home would. Which is also not how you get them at TGI Fridays. They throw them in the fucking deep fryer. No, that's true. That's that's fair enough. Oh, but anyway, they definitely don't microwave their their frozen potato skins. Well, but listen, sometimes you're in a hurry and you put your mic. Your, uh, is your anyone in that big of a hurry? Or your nachos or your chicken wings or whatever, you put them in the microwave. Oh, no, no, done. no! Don't put your can nachos in question? the microwave. Yeah, that's gross too. But he always you end up you end up with the cheese that's not like melted on. It's like why are you always on? why are you always seem to be in a hurry. Yeah, we we as we discovered on this to preview that cuss corner. Tim Tim spends most of his time standing in lines. <laughs> Because he has so much fucking free time on his hands. Cuss corner. <laughs> Live footage of Tim at the convenience store <laughs> right now. He's not buying scratch tickets anymore. Let's see what he's up to. Stop at the shop for a loaf of bread. Spent all our money on Nevada's instead. Cherries. Cherries. <laughs> well, I know what those are, but I have I don't play those. Things. I don't know. That, that was you in drag as Donnie Duffy playing the Tearaways. <laughs> Cuss corner. <laughs> no, no, he asked Air Canada, how many retweets do I need? <laughs> there we go. And so they said like 500,000. And he got to like 30,000. It wasn't getting anywhere close. So Air Canada decided to include in that number the retweets of every tweet they've ever got so that they could get the retweet number up. And then they also encouraged people to send snap, or sorry, uh, photos of their most retweeted tweets, and they would include those retweeted numbers in the kids' numbers to get him to 500,000, to get him to go see his quote-unquote girlfriend, who he's never met in his life, uh, in a different country. And this is supposed to be somehow God's noblest act. Every part of this story is ridiculous. It seems it, it seems convoluted. I would have just given him the ticket. It just seems like really nice. Easy. Yeah, no, I'm fine with it. I just feel and like on their part, the they complicated don't, matters. Don't make it then just give him the ticket and don't make some fanfare about it. This is not a... This is we've not we've that, like, talked about this so many times. Why do you hate love? Well, yeah, why, why do you, hate, do you love? hate love? But also, why, well, if you're that company, would you, would you not be in for this PR move? How why can would you, you even have a relationship with somebody you've never met? I don't understand. That's a weird... That's not the part of the story, though. This is about Air Canada making a proper PR move. And yeah, and this sort of relationship happens all the time. Yeah. Well, but that what what the only person I could ever think of in one of these was Manti Teo. <laughs> and you? Are you upset because the Americans are taking all our good Canadian girls? 
no, I just don't understand how these types of relationships flourish when like they actually haven't met each other. Well, how long how long have they been talking to each other? That is unclear from this article. And the global news article that has it there has embedded in the article a video of the Wendy's Nugget guy. (laughs) That there is a direct there is a direct relationship between that cyber begging and further cyber begging. I was right about this at the time, and I don't get the credit I deserve for having been prescient about what was going to happen to our society. Um, so it, wait, it just sounds like people are happy and you're yeah. angry. That, that's about what's happened with society. But what are you more angry about? Are you more angry about the cyber begging or are you more angry, angry about, about that love can't be made over a social media connection? Again, this is why, this is why I'm, I'm, you're, this is, this is really the prime case of you being triggered and you being a snowflake. Because the, the whole I'm thing is, triggered. the only thing that you're really triggered. mad about is that you're not getting free stuff. I don't want free stuff. I'm not asking for free stuff. Well, maybe if you did, you'd get some free stuff. They I say love is free. It. I tried to get some free McDonald's. Yeah, people tried to get you yeah. free McDonald's. Oh, that was, well, that was a big moment. I know Paul hey, did. They're just trying I, to but, get rid of Paul fish. Nobody eats them. They sell... <laughs> Thousands and millions of filet fish every single day. That's an odd way to say that. I know. Considering they have over 10 billion served. And you know so everyone's getting at least one filet of fish. It's not a very high rate. I believe it's over 99 billion served. Isn't that what the sign says? Yeah. I, I don't know how accurate those signs are because they seem but, to they seem to differ from McDonald's to McDonald's. Do you remember? Are you old enough, Gary, to remember when that like, used to say like '97 and '98? Like, do you remember yeah. when they got oh, yeah. to '99? I remember when the rollover happened. That was a big moment. Okay, so that, I can never. I can't remember when that happened. I would say it was like '95, '96, something like that. No, I, can't I, I think it was more early 2000s. Was it? Was it? Was it okay? I guess that was not long ago. Then. Wait, do we actually want to start this? Yeah. Let's... He's well, all, yeah, but I'm, he's, I'm all, he's, all, he's, all, he's all pre-triggered. <laughs> well, I had to get that out of my system before we actually started recording. It's like a bullfighter walking by and just punching the bull in the face four or five times before getting in the ring. Yeah. Well, I'm worked up. I got all the other grievances with you people. I feel like this isn't good for your blood pressure. I checked my blood pressure today at the gym, I'll let you know, and I'm at 115 over 65. All right, so what, so if, I, you, what if you checked it right now? I don't know. My blood pressure is <laughs> optimal. You you couldn't get better blood pressure from a person oh. than what I've got. Are we, are we, we going to have to have a health test off? Because you can test I, your health versus my health. Wasn't that health. basically what the NFL combine was? Like no, in the grand just, scheme of things? No, Pat hit one fluky field goal and he gets the count. He only got to run the 40-meter dash twice. And I had to run it three times. And I had to run it back to back to back. leaving early. No. To I try didn't. to influence the score. And he I still dispute. lost by over two seconds in a 40-yard dash. It wasn't over two seconds, and I dispute that. Every part of what's... Been, you know well, what? I mean, Let's put it this way. If I was you, I would dispute it, too, because it's a really embarrassing time. Let's just start, because we're not. this is not going to be a fruitful conversation. It's just going to go round and round and round as I spout facts, and, and you, you counter-dict my facts. You mean I show visual evidence of the facts being on my yeah, side? You want to give me the full context of how I, I, I was at a disadvantage. I was wearing jeans and a button down. And you were wearing. Like, Paul, Paul, Paul is right. I live the truth, and you just live your truth. Nah, that's not. That's not. <laughs> that sounds let's, like let's, exactly what's happening here. Let's get this thing on. Let's get this show on the road here. What do you think your resting heart rate is? I don't know. 79, 78 beats per minute. Very specific estimate. Mine's fifty. Well, because the blood pressure machine also tells you that. Okay. My but resting heart rate is fifty-eight. I think mine was like seventy-eight or something. I feel like that's high. 
No, no, no. As long as you're under 100, you're good. Like you can't give, you can give blood safely if your resting heartbeat is 99 or, or below. If it's over 100, you cannot. So that, that's sort of like the line of demarcation. You give a lot of blood? Not a lot, but I do on occasion. It's, it's, it's a good civic Wait, thing. He, he, why should, why are should... you only in the blood giving business for the free cookies? No, oh, the cookies are great. And so is the, ju so are the juice boxes. But that's right, not what, the. What if they gave you a juice bra box with a broken straw? I demand my blood back. <laughs> <laughs> like Kramer, keep it in my own bank. Cause corner. <laughs> you were you were tuned in to this Sunday show. Fortunately, I was, because uh, because Tim continues to give a gem. So let's actually, I know a lot of people don't, more, far more people listen and watch to this show than they do to the Sunday live show. It's only, you know, live for three hours in terms of, like, actionable information. Yeah. The game's and great. a lot of people also, like, know who they want to start. By then, And yeah. they don't want to, you know. Although I would say it's very valuable information to know who not to take by listening to me. No, I enjoy the show. Uh, I catch myself just tuning um, in, even now that you can go live and, like, watch it on Twitter while I'm, like, just... Big change. That, that's yeah. really helped people I'm, watching the you know, show. You know, muck-mucking around on, on Sunday morning before things get real serious. And I felt bad for Tim. Uh, nothing to do with where we'll be going. But you, like, goat him into a bet that he, even though it's not an unfair bet, the bet's very fair. He's adamant about not, like, letting himself get goaded into bets, even if they're fair bets. Uh, you know, he doesn't want to take part in that anymore because he's probably lost a lot of money because he makes a lot of really dumb bets, like the one... You know, Patriots for even money uh, to win the division. And I'll give Tim credit. I think he might have, like, every division right in the league, but the one he th was confident the Patriots wouldn't win. Uh, the only enough. one he put money on. So, yeah, I felt bad for Tim because, he, you know, you bully him into making a bet that he subsequently loses uh, when you could tell, like, he really didn't want to and you really just, like, wouldn't lay off him. And, and you got him, Pat. I did. You got, you got I, him. I would like to thank the, the, the Twitter mafia out there for bullying Tim into the bet that was why my, my i think my chicken noises also helped but the big revelation from the sunday show was this does tim meet the minimum age requirement as a mall walker i mean there isn't an age requirement physically no emotionally yes uh, they have a mall walking group at the mall i go to just yeah so what is the average age of that mall walking group take yourself it's out an, of it it's an older demographic over Much like the swimming class do they think you're really cool over under 70 and a half as the it's an age. older demo, like the like the swimming class I want to join. It's an older demo. Yeah, he wants to aquasize body pump. It's called gentle aquafit. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> you triggered poor Paul behind the camera. Oh my god! <laughs> gentle body fit. Aquafit. 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 Oh, sorry, Jeff. Did it encourage you to join gentle aquafit? Sunday was a magical day. Uh, Sunday night was a magical night, but when it all ended, General Aquafit might have been power ranked as my favorite thing uh, from Sunday. And Tim is just some, you know, like even my buddies were messaging me, like they just caught, they're like, how they caught themselves just like laughing out of nowhere over the last couple of days. Cause like when they just thinking about when they thought Aquafit. about it. And I'm like, Tim's just the best because he's so harmless and innocent, but it's so freaking funny because all the guy wants to do is, uh, you know, do some water aerobics, but <laughs> there's no good way to water aerobics in the middle of a weekday afternoon. You're going to be with 
90-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> he might no be in better shape than you. Who knows? No you got Jack Lillian in there. It. I don't even know. So the third member of the team, the guy who was in first place in making the picks, the coin. The coin. Always tail the coin. It had a rough few weeks, but now it's pulled back into the lead. And we'll get to that in a second. Let's introduce the fourth member of the show, the advocate for gentle aquafit. It is Tim Andacost. Tim Andacost. <laughs> That is not my name. Heard it was. No, you didn't. I did. Everyone says it to me all the time. I don't think everyone says anything to you all the time. All the time. I, mean, I don't if, believe you. If, if you ever left your house, unless it was going too gentle aquafit, because those people can't watch things on the internet, Tim. As I said they, on the they show, don't know I'm who you are. Yeah, they, they don't know who he is. I said on the show, I'm looking into joining it. I haven't actually joined because the times don't greatly match up with my schedule, but I want to join. So what time does gentle aquafit start? I mean, for the people that are going, I'm guessing like 7 a.m.? No, like, no, they don't do like rush hour. No, it's like mid-morning during yeah. the week. It's like, it's 10, like 10.30. And then it's know, like, it's not, it's not, it's probably like, it's not a competitive thing, right? It's just a time where like win or lose, I'm just happy with the hustle and the heart that everyone puts out there in the pool. <laughs> It's not even funny. He's just an idiot. <laughs> okay. Like, he tries to, like, I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm laughing because. <laughs> 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 okay. He wants to get out of Jenna Lockwood Fit by going there, and he made me laugh. When we stopped doing our Sunday live shows at 10 a.m., so Tim <laughs> oh, is not required to be on them, then he can start doing Gentle Aqua Fit. There's your solution. I mean, for like the seven people that know what that joke was about, just uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's sort of an inside joke. If you weren't following no, Twitter.com I'll, I'll, I'll on give, Monday. Oh, no. It's in my notes. We'll get to we'll get to that. I assumed it was. We so have, I wanted to jump the cue on you. We we have we have a we have a lot of time to throw it off track this week. I don't want to leave General Aquafit. Now, does anyone <laughs> from your mall walk group are they in General Aquafit? Is that where you heard about it from? No, I was researching various classes that I could take at this new fitness center I've joined, and I saw that and thought that would be interesting. I'm trying to find a way to fit it into my schedule because yeah. I you know I want to start slow and then you know, work like, up. You think there'd be like a you know, listen, I, I'm not besmirching anybody trying to, you know, get in shape and water aerobics is a, is a, they say is like actually very good. Yeah. Um, and with all these like, who's, new, who's they? No, it's just like a very like, well, I think that's like a well-documented fact. I think like swimming is, I think there's a reason 90 year olds do the water aerobics. I don't know. I think like walking in the water, like, like, I don't know. I think for like five minutes walking in the water in those like types of pools is like probably the equivalent of like maybe triple that on land. Now, I could be wrong. Are, I, are we sure it's not Gentile Aquafit just designed to keep Jeff out? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but wouldn't it be equally as funny if Tim was in like some like new age hipster millennial like aqua fit that class. sounds more like him based on everything else he's doing these days living in a loft getting these like super yes. weird lattes that he kissed that we looked into have like what is it like 60 grams of sugar tim oh i don't know maybe the big ones do i just get the regular tall size i've never seen you get a regular size anything well with a latte though it's, it's just too much if you have that big of one i like this the the small size you get at the starbucks 
Okay. It's so, called a juniper latte, and it's got sage in it and, and uh, juniper sugar, and it's lit. There we go. He's using words like lit all of a sudden. He calls his mentions menchies on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that on Sundays. Sunday's really like... It's really off the yeah, rails. I'm going to start tuning in more. Because I tuned in last week, and there were like four gems. Cuss corner. <laughs> A Tim Timandagust. That is not my name. But I sung it like opera. I know that you're very, very alto. I feel like you would actually know the different octaves, wouldn't you? Yeah, there's altos and sopranos and that kind of stuff. And baritones. You're, you're a big opera guy, aren't you? Well, I watch a lot of Jeopardy, you see. You do, but I feel like you knew about the opera and that made you good at Jeopardy. Sure. I, I, don't, I don't think you learned about the opera from Jeopardy. No, well, it, no, of course not. But yeah, I get a lot of chance for muscle memory to remember it by watching Jeopardy. All right. You can... Opera's, Opera's what? Opera's great. Well, you should it's go, about being you cultured. Should, you should go more. They dress I should go more. They all dress like the Monopoly man, and you're all in on that. Wouldn't you say opera's elitist? As he should, but he likes it, so it's not. But you know, no, but but when he likes it, it's for the it's you know the people's it's, music. It's a fine. <laughs> it's one of the. It's a finer thing without being like terribly elite. That's why I look. It, it's a pretty elite thing, Tim. Uh, when Fraser wants to go have fun, what does he do? <laughs> exactly. I I don't care. I don't think it's that elite. I like it. I don't think I, opera's I, if that I, elite. If I didn't like it. If I like it, it can't be elite. <laughs> so, like, like Sanchez. So, this is full circle. <laughs> All right, I, I think we've hit our <laughs> we've hit our end here. Oh no, I'm bringing this full circle. So, if you like it, it can't be elite. Sanchez can't be elite. Boom. Well Problem pl- solved. Well played. Problem solved. Got to the got to the core of that one, my friend. Pat Mayo, you can follow me at the PME on Twitter if you want to hit the cheat sheet, hit the description. All the other shows are up there, and please, we're almost we're closing in on 10 million. Believe it or not, uh, downloads and audio listens for the year. If you just watch this on YouTube, please go subscribe to that, download it, even if you don't <laughs> listen. And then you can go download it again. That counts as two. It'd be amazing if we got to 10 million downloads for one year of the Pat Mayo experience. What are you laughing about, you maniac? What did you say that was funny? Mr. Peanut at the opera. <laughs> With the opera glasses, <laughs> top hat. Hey, down in front. <laughs> He's lost it. You completely fucking lost it. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, you're the best. 10 million downloads. And the worst. People listen to this shit. Unbelievable. You can't get enough. It's like heroin. You do enough, you get hopped up on goofballs, and you end up like fucking Tim here. Laughing his ass off. Crying in the shower, farting in bathtubs, laughing his ass off. Hey, Tim. Yes. Kiss me, Timbers! <laughs> <laughs> how's that uh 
How's that sick cough coming for you? <laughs> Just a cough. People cough. <laughs> Man, that was funny. I haven't laughed like that in a while. Are you going to consider that a workout for the day? Yes. <laughs> I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Actually, I'm like getting him to the opera seat, but he can't because he doesn't have a waist. <laughs> so he's just sliding out of the seat. <laughs> I know him. Oh. Does it shock you that he doesn't do drugs? Oh, God. <laughs> he's still going. He's going to be live in studio on Sunday. I'm sorry, just the mental image of Mr. Peanut at the opera <laughs> broke me like a lane with the Pez dispenser. I can't help it. He's <laughs> literally like a combination of like an infant and a senior. <laughs> right? When you got pabs, it's tough. Oh, God. Don't call it crazy, Tim. <laughs> what you can call it is... <laughs> Has anyone ever laughed at Mr. Peanut? <laughs> Watch out, Mr. Peanut went down the wrong tube for him. He got cracked off halfway. I don't even know why I thought that... Didn't you mention Mr. Peanut, like, in opera gear? No. Do you think this is why people question your sanity? Well, maybe you said the Monopoly Man, not Mr. Peanut. I did say the Monopoly Man. When you said that, I thought of the Planter's Peanut guy. And then imagine him walking around. How dare you throw such shade at rich Uncle Pennybags? Well, he also has. What what's his first? Uh, if you know so much about it, his first name. What's his? What's his first name? Charles. No, Milburn. Milburn Pennybags. Yes, I do. You're pure Baltic Avenue. <laughs> I feel. <laughs> uh, Where I am clearly Tennessee Avenue, or St. James Place. I feel like Baltic Avenue is the is the property of the people, Tim. Now, I think that actually the property of people is the orange property because it's landed on the most, it's the most popular. That makes it the property of the people. Now, you know, the people just in general are kind of low, so maybe they're not Baltic or Mediterranean. Maybe they're like Oriental. Or the utilities. You are sort of a utility. You could be the waterworks, most definitely. The if utilities it, are such a scheme. If, if there was one, <laughs> but it, I actually think that like if, there's, if, if you had one monopoly property to describe you what do you think it would be i would give you waterworks or luxury tax free parking i mean you wish you were free parking this teaser is not going to turn out well for you by the way we'll, we'll see about that how great is it going to be when buffalo screws you <clears throat> well i can yell at you in person for bullying me into taking it yeah listen we don't force you to do anything you're just very no, nobody compels you're, me you're, you're very susceptible to suggestion I like to think I'm pretty impervious to it. Yeah, you know what? I would say that that is results-based analysis. If people go and watch all the shows, they would also come to that same sane conclusion. <laughs> wow. That's that's the loudest and hardest I've laughed in quite a while. I don't know why that that was funny, but it was. Burton in bathtubs <laughs> and Mr. Peanut at the opera, making you laugh. <laughs>
you like just imagine right wearing like the the full tuxedo with the big top hat like obscuring people's views and he can't get in the seat because he doesn't have a waist and it just would be a very unfortunate experience for him it's not a commercial he's just making this up in his head this is just what he's imagining what would happen with mr peanut at the opera this isn't like a thing cuss corner it's cuss corner cuss corner it's cuss corner he's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes it should be president of the united states but it's cuss corner it's cuss corner cuss corner hee <laughs> hee